Welcome to Nunia Business Podcast, Episode 30, Rooftop Prince Part 2, with your hosts, Becca and Megan. Today, we dissect the second half of Rooftop Prince. From the refrigerated truck of friendship to the burning warehouse of love, find out if the crown prince and parka can find romance amidst all of the elements. We pick up right where we left off in episode 25. Feel free to go back and listen if you need a refresher. Spoiler, it's all murder and business in part two of this epic K-drama. Blazers, perfectly annoying haircuts, and someone kills grandma? It's all drama all the time. And pop quiz, who wins when the crown prince wears glasses? We all do. We are all winners here today. But first, we do a listener game request. If BTS were parties, check your mailbox because we're sending out invitations to all of these. And lastly, we deep dive into a very sensitive topic, the Adam's apple. That's right, the elbow of the throat. Why is it so prominent in K-dramas? Why are we attracted to it? And who has the best one? SOS, we need help figuring all of this out. That's what you're in for today on Nunia Business. All right, test, test. Are we excited? (laughs) (laughs) Should we explain what happened? Let's, yeah, Megan is very upset. No, for, I'm not. For good reason. I'm oh, not upset at no, all. I thought you were talking about what we just found out. Oh, I am upset about that. <laughs> okay, two things have happened. Two things have happened. Here, I'll explain the first. Yes. Number one. This is what I am not upset about. We recorded this podcast two nights ago. Yes. And I opened it up on my computer today to edit it, and it just disappeared. Technology, man. All of it. That's showbiz, baby. And it was like a good, solid 90 minutes of us joking around about Rooftop Prince Part 2. We were pretty stoked. We had notes. And it's gone. It's, it's, it's nowhere to be found. So a good 15 minutes into a chat with a technology expert today. And Which, they're like, God bless you for calling support because I would have just been like, well, it's gone. I give up. Yeah. That, and that's what they said. Well, it's gone. Just give up. So I could have just used you. Aww. But um, anyway. So we're sorry. We're going to redo it tonight. Hopefully it'll still be funny because it's not going to be as fresh to us. Well, slight caveat. This like gives it a little more excitement. Yes. Uh, When we did it the first time, I had notes. But when we realized it wasn't working, I had already left for work and I didn't go home before I came here. So I don't have notes tonight. So I'm just doing this by the seat of my pants. We can do it. Yeah. There's too much murder and business in the show. There's murder and business, which was a hilarious ongoing joke through the episode we recorded that no longer exists. That's all right. We can bring it murder back tonight. Murder and business. What murder was the other and one? Business. You were murder and business. I was... A kept woman. A kept woman. Guys, if only you'd known those jokes. Okay. All right. The thing I am sad about... Yes. Or mad about... I just gave Megan my laptop so she could so look I up could, some notes. Yeah. And, and she I was said, looking oh at, my gosh. And then I started sobbing uncontrollably. Not really. But I was looking at Drama Beans, and I knew that Yoon Do Joon was called to enlist, like, tomorrow. I didn't realize Let's Eat 3 hadn't stopped filming yet. I thought it was fully filmed. Apparently, according to Drama Beans, it's not, and they don't know what they're going to do. It's, like, still four episodes from the end. So and I'm, like, dying for a conclusion to this because you guys know how much I love this series. I was going to say, if you've listened to any episodes lately, like in the last three months, yeah. you've heard Megan gush over the Let's Eat series. I love them. And now the main character is has to enlist tomorrow I and they like are not done filming. This is like a cruel joke aimed directly at me <laughs> from God. God's like, you've had it too easy lately, Megan. <laughs> Taking away the one thing that I'm you love. Taking away the guy that you adore. You're not gonna know what happens to Gude Young. Oh God! Even saying it's like 
painful. I feel so bad. She has a lot of hurt in her eyes. <sighs> That's just normal. That's just my face. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm sad, dudes. I'm sad. You're sad. Yeah. I'll, you, I'm, I suppose I'll survive, but... RSF, resting sad face. I have resting... Sa- I, you know what I always say is I have resting bored face. You do. Because people always are like, are you okay? And it's not like I'm mad. They just think I'm either like half asleep or sick. Resting sick face. Resting sick face. Mm-hmm. That's fine. All right. Should we get started? Okay. So now we have to do our reassesses and stuff all over again. So Did we have some? I don't think we had any, thankfully. Hey, thank you to all of our listeners, though, who have checked in with us asking if we're okay. Yeah. We're fine. We just... Life is just a mess. Oh, that's what we were talking about. It was, it's back to school and also wedding season. Yes. So every day is a new adventure. We've just been swamped. Yeah. My kids have been going back. I have a full-time job now, so it's a little more difficult to get everything prepared, which sounds like an excuse, and it is, and I'm sorry. This is still a, good a, excuse. still a priority to oh, yes. us. This it is just our, got away from us last week. This is our lifeline. And then this week, obviously, well, technology. No, technology's gifting us, because we get to do it we twice We get to do it twice week. in one week. We're looking at it the wrong way. I didn't get to see you at all last week, and no. this week I get to see you twice. twice. Only one day in between. It's beautiful. Twice is a K-pop group. We should be playing their music right now. Full circle. Full circle, That's baby. Amazing. Full circle. All right, so we have to do our Run BTS Kindness Challenge updates. Oh, yeah, that was part of it. That's right. So we skipped last week. Megan had a great one last week. Megan, run us through it real quick. Basically, my mom raises monarch butterflies in the summer, and so, like, she goes out and finds eggs and caterpillars and puts them in jars and then waits till they mature and then releases the butterflies and tracks how many female and how many male. And it's great. We love it. We've done it since we were little. And we were, I was helping her, even though, like I said last time, I hate being outside. And I was like, this is terrible. But I do it because I love my mom. And we were getting milkweed leaves and a little girl from the neighborhood asked what we were doing. We told her. And so then a bunch of kids in the neighborhood wanted to raise their own monarchs. So we got them all set up with a jar and a caterpillar and told them what they needed to do and letting them release their own butterflies. It's so sweet. Something small and lovely. So last week I tried to give blood. I won't go through the whole story again. Guys, I really tried. I can prove to you. I have text messages that prove that Becca was so, so 100% committed to this. Mm -hmm. But she has rolling veins. Uh, Yeah, I got strapped to the chair. Made it through the whole prick your finger process to test your iron and Maybe whatever else Maybe it's good they that they, we deleted the last one because she was explaining to me what rolling veins are and I'm like, don't handle medical things well. And I was over here like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and basically I was joking with the guy who was going to take my blood. Like, I'm super nervous. I've never gotten this to work before. I really want to be successful this time. This is my first time. If I can do it, it'll be my first real time giving blood. And he kind of joked back, oh, it's my first time too. But he wasn't joking. Oh. It was his first time being in a blood center, drawing blood. And I warned him like, hey, my veins roll every time I have to give blood. They they have poked me three or four times every single time. Please be careful. This is usually the arm that works. Well, he went to the other arm and he's like, don't worry, I'll, I'll get you real quick. It's not going to roll on me. Why would he go to the other arm I if you don't told know. Like, what's his deal? Is he just not listening? Well, you know, they like tighten the thing on your arm and they look at your veins. And he's like, no, this one's beautiful. He kept saying it. This one's so beautiful. And I was like, all right, I've got beautiful bloody veins. What and a dope. He just stabbed that needle in there because he was trying to get it real quick and oh, God, it rolled. Uh, I it heard was the so story bad. and I'm still having a visceral reaction this time. So I told Megan, I was scrolling on Instagram trying to distract myself. It makes my fingers feel like numb. <laughs> 
He left the needle in my arm. It did not, it was not in a vein yet. He just left it in my arm and went to get help. Then he came back and I was watching the clock. Eight and a half minutes, guys. Eight and a half minutes of this woman poking around, never ever taking the needle out of my arm. Just kind of half half taking it out and then shoving it back in, trying to get this vein. Uh And I finally was like, uh, guys, I think I might pass out. And all of a sudden I just got really overwhelmed. I got like really hot. I, I felt cold, but I was sweating and like, they had to put ice packs on my neck and on my chest, and it was bad. So I well, genuinely tried to give blood for this BTS I feel kindness like challenge. You should get a pass on this. And I told Becca before, and anybody weigh in if this has happened to you, but I remember people giving blood in like high school drives or college, and they, a ton of people would pass out. Some people just react really badly to it. Well, Becca doesn't do well, and I've been feeling extremely guilty to the point where I almost made an appointment the next day because I asked, like, how soon can I give blood? And they're like, well, you, we didn't get any, so you can go tomorrow if you want. I almost made an appointment to go try again the next day, so maybe next week I'm going to try again. What is it like being <laughs> so pure and wonderful? <laughs> if that had happened to me, I'd be like, I'm taking you all to court. <laughs> You'll never get a drop of my blood. It was not a pleasant experience. Sounds anyway, horrible. fast forward this week. What'd you do? <laughs> so I told Becca, it was like pulling teeth. I just couldn't think of anything. And I wasn't feeling especially nice, to be honest. <laughs> so I stood up at work and I was like, I have to be nice to someone. <laughs> so someone let me buy you a soda. And it was like pulling teeth to get someone to agree to let me buy them a soda finally one of our photographers let me buy him a pepsi so i bought him a pepsi got myself a sprite said kindness done (laughs) check check i'm out tuesday you can suck it that was my kindness challenge and what's funny is i had a very similar experience except for not at all similar so my car broke down and my parents own a bunch of farm cars because we're farmers and so whenever my car breaks down i just borrow one of their cars while my car is in the shop i had to be in the shop for four days and so i borrow instead of giving me like a crummy dirty farm car my mom let me borrow her legit nice car all week because your mom is also an angel i know she is god god bless her and so um to repay her I noticed her back windshield wiper was broken, so I bought her new windshield wiper. We filled her up with gas. I washed her car, and then I went and gave bought her like a fifty dollar gift card for gas because I work quite a ways away, and I know I put on quite a few miles on her vehicle that week. We guys, she would not accept that gosh darn gift card, and I think she would have taken back the windshield wiper if I had the receipt with me. She's like, I refuse. This was I wanted to help you, and I was like, I know, but I want to thank you. Accept my gift of kindness. And she, it's still here. The gift card is still here. I'll take it. <laughs> it's so That's, frustrating. This is, this is, okay, again, last time when Becca told this story when I heard it originally, I was like, oh, who does that sound like? Because that sounds just like Becca. She, ugh, you guys are infuriating. <laughs> anyway. You have to surprise them with niceness or they're like, no, buff. <laughs> I will not. Danger. Stay away. <laughs> All right. Let's jump in. We have a game today. Yes. To I, keep, didn't, I didn't even think of anything. To keep it fresh. Yeah. I can, I can start and you can, yeah. you can bounce off I'm going to just go with it. Since we've already recorded this exact episode, mm-hmm. we thought, how are we going to do it again and be excited? So we thought of a fun game to play. Mm-hmm. So this was a request. I guess I shouldn't say we thought of it. Somebody sent it to us. This is a very good It's very fun. One. I yeah. like it a lot. Somebody wants to know. If BTS were parties, what kind of parties would they be? 
So we're going to go down I'm, the list. I'm already thinking. I'm already, I got <laughs> You got it. some? Yeah. Well, darn it, because I, I have like a bad one for J-Hope, but I was hoping you could bail me out on that one. I got, I got one. I got one. <laughs> I already know. All right. So I forget who requested this. Maybe Samantha? We'll have to look back. I know. I need to write down your names when I write down the suggestions. That's what I do, too, is I just write down the suggestion and not who sent it. I'm sorry. Somebody, we'll get our act together. Somebody genius sent One this, of our beautiful, wonderful listeners. So here we go for you. If BTS were parties. We're going to have the same thing for Jin. You think so? Yeah. All right. Jin, you, you want to go first? Or no, you. you. All right. I said a good old-fashioned barbecue. Oh, okay. Not the same, but similar. Everyone brings foods. The best foods. Salads that are like 90% mayonnaise. Potluck. That are like 90% sour cream. Mm -hmm. Desserts that are 100% sugar with 100% sugar whipped cream on top. (sighs) Serve buffet style. Making me hungry. One person brings a bucket of chicken. Yes. There's always that one person that's like, oh, I forgot to get something. And they have to go buy a bucket of chicken. (laughs) Then you got that handsome guy manning the grill. You got that gin. With like a punny apron on. Yes. So I wrote down some suggestions. (laughs) I think his apron would say, if the barbecue is smoking, don't come a poking. Oh, my God. Or, I like pig butts, I cannot lie. (laughs) Can we send Jin an apron that says that? I think we should. This won't make sense to you, but please wear it. (laughs) I was picturing him in one where the apron looks like a female bikini body, (laughs) where it's like, it looks like he has a bikini on. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I almost went with just the good old-fashioned kiss the cook. That's a good one. You know? I'd be like, yes, please. Basically, it's happy. He gets to be the center of tension because yeah. it's his grill. I gotta say. And there's just food everywhere. Non-sequitur. One of, our, one of our friends who we've met through the podcast, Kara, a few weeks ago was mentioning how Jin's giving her some serious bias record vibes. Same friend because lately i'll see something like old stuff that i've seen millions of times but now when i see it it just seems different <laughs> i'm just like oh wow. megan's resting sick face went away my resting sick face became resting <laughs> sexy <perfect>. face <laughs> <laughs> so anyway yeah jin's bringing the feels a little bit lately i gotta say all right what do you got what do you think i was going to say just like a dinner party but the kind of dinner party where it's like this seems like a great idea. And then we're all idiot millennials. So like we can't pull off a dinner party anymore. You know what I mean? Like where it's like everybody's going to come over and we're going to cook. Well, you never make enough food. Everybody's way too drunk. Nobody brings dessert. You have too many student loans to buy real plates. Yes. So it's like, so it's on like paper all paper plates. plates. <laughs> it's like kind of too fancy for you to comprehend. So you're there and you're like, I really don't know what to do with this. And then everybody's trying to be cool and like smart and you're just like I feel like we're out of our element here <laughs> I can see that yeah I feel like a fight breaks out probably <laughs> at a dinner party at a dinner party it's like it's like when you're in college and you're like come over to my apartment for a dinner party and then it just ends up being like a full-on kegger <laughs> this didn't turn out the way that we thought it would and of course the one throwing the party in this case of gin is just like you've ruined my dinner party <laughs> And he's like outraged because he's actually classy and the rest of us are heathens. <laughs> that's that's I like that answer. All right, sugar. Oh, I'm right. not really sure. So bear with me on this one. Mm-hmm. I said a New Year's Eve party. Those are the best parties. Full of promise <laughs> and a little depressing. 
You look back and you're like, I did nothing last year, but the new year is here and it's hopeful and I'm optimistic. And it's going to be okay. And there's great music and sparkly decoration. And everyone's feeling just a little romantic because it's New Year's and New Year's is just a little romantic. It's so fabulous. But then by the next day, you've overdone it. You stayed up too late. You wake up and you're like, I think I'm just going to sleep for the next three you, days. You have the same depression you had on December 30th. Yes. I think that's it. It's I hate just, New Year's. It's that glorious roller coaster of emotions every, that you experience you know, every New Year. I blame When Harry Met Sally because that movie taught me as a young child that New Year's Eve is always the most romantic, important night of the year. And mm-hmm. it is never that. <laughs> Do you know what I did last New Year's Eve? I watched Deadpool by myself and a bat got into our house. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I tried to stay up till midnight and I made it to about 9.30. I was up till 11. I w- actually, it might have been 11.30. I, I was so close to making it to midnight, but I got to 11.30 and was like, absolutely not going to continue. Dunzo. I already, this, it's going to look the same at midnight as it does right now. Mm-hmm. I love that answer. What do you think? That is a good answer. I was going to say like a party on a boat <laughs> for this reason. I'm sorry. Okay. What is your reasoning? So it's like a party you have to go to. Mm-hmm. And then you're put on a vessel <laughs> and sent out to sea. So you can't leave. You can't leave this thing. Like you're forced into this party that you don't want to be at. But you're you're on a boat <laughs> and you can't leave. So you kind of have to make the most of it. It's like a party <laughs> against your will. You have to have fun against your will. People start getting drunk. It's at least entertaining. <laughs> Again, I think a fight breaks out. <laughs> <laughs> you go to very violent parties. I have a bad track record. <laughs> so I see him as like a, a forced part, a mandatory party that you can't escape. So you just make yourself have fun. Instead. That is the perfect answer. That's sugar. You said it and I wasn't sure You're where like, you were going. Tell me more about yeah, this. I was like, I'm sorry. Party. I'm interested in this, but yeah, that makes sense. Perfect, perfect sense. All right, J-Hope. Here's what I had. I don't have a lot of explanation. I'm so excited. I was hoping you would bail me out with this one because J-Hope is every party. You know what I mean? You're right. I couldn't narrow it down You're to right. a single party. So I just said a costume party. Oh, that's and it a could good be one. A costume party for like a day of the year. You're not even 100% sure why you're celebrating. Yes. Like Mardi Gras or Cinco de Mayo. And you're like, I don't even know if what I'm celebrating Makes goes with so, my yeah. ethics I'm or just, my religion. I'm, I'm just not here. Sure. But there's a lot of people, yes, and I'm excited, and there's flashy stuff, so I'm just going with it. And there's usually like a random dance dance competition breaking out, and yeah, I just feel that's, like that's J Hope. I would go to that. I would go to any J Hope party. I oh, I feel like you kind of nailed it though. Like, what kind of party isn't J Hope? He's every party. You're right, except for maybe the party I've selected for him, <laughs> oh my. which is a surprise party. <laughs> Because that is perfect. He'd hate it. <laughs> he'd be so scared. And it would be hilarious. Can you even imagine the screaming? That is perfect. I I would love to attend a J-Hope surprise party. It would be the best. It would be super fun. All right. RM. All right. You got to <laughs> bear with me one. on this one, too. Okay. <laughs> I said a murder mystery party. You did not. <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. It's a party you have to think about. <laughs> said listen man i just came for the booze not to figure out who bludgeoned the butler like <laughs> give me the clues i have to think 
I just wanted to be with some friends and enjoy a quiet evening and you're making me think at a party Mm -hmm. and I don't want to think at a party. Again, you're either a Megan or a Becca. This is the party I've been waiting for. (laughs) I can't wait to go to this party. I legitimately was going to say a murder mystery party also. How did we think of the same thing? Because it makes, can't you just see him being like so committed? So into it. So committed to it. And he would break so much stuff at the party that you would think he's intentionally trying to prove he is not the bad guy. You're just like, dude, stop touching stuff. (laughs) I I just feel like it's, you have to use your brain. You have to talk to people. But it's still kind of a quiet party. It is like, you're like, are we forgetting to have fun at this party? Every now and then you got to check yourself like, are we a little too wrapped up in this this story to have fun? Have you ever been to a murder mystery party? Once. Same. Yes. I was in grade school. And it was actually really fun. I'll admit, it was very fun. But it was also for work. So it was like, what can we do with these people where they don't get out of oh, control? So I was in like... Murder mystery party. I wish I could go to one as an adult. I think I was like in sixth Let's grade. Let's go to one. There's some Let's do it. I would all totally the time. When I was in when I was in sixth grade, this the boy that I had the biggest crush on had a murder mystery birthday party, and I got invited. And when I got there, the role he or whoever had assigned me was the it was like an ancient Egypt theme was the pyramid janitor. <laughs> the what? I was the pyramid janitor. I cleaned the pyramid. Except then the reveal at the end was that I was like an FBI agent undercover or something. And I was wow. I was like, oh, I think this dude likes me. <laughs> this seems like a big signal. This is a green light if I've ever seen one. <laughs> you got a crush on a girl? Make her the janitor. You just tell her she's a janitor and clear. reveal she's the FBI. Make her clean the pyramid. That's right. <laughs> if you know what we're saying. All right, Jimin, I have the cutest baby shower that you've ever been to. Oh, brilliant. Finger foods, little tiny decorations, pastel colors. There's those stupid gold foil balloons that spell out some adorable word like Mm -hmm. love or whatever the modern names now are, like Frederick Dylan. Ryder with a Y. (laughs) Lincoln with a Y. All names with a Y. (laughs) I feel like that's very cool now. And then it's just, it's the party equivalent of being tucked into your mother's bosom. Like, just the warmest, happiest, safest party ever. Again, you're a Becca or a Megan. <laughs> you say baby shower, and I'm like, oh, a party that I'm forced to be at. I want to leave as fast as possible. Oh, a party I can't drink at, and I have to buy expensive presents. Yes, please. I would love to go to that party. What do you think, Jim? I was going to say a Christmas party because kind of like New Year's party, there's something very romantic about a Christmas party. Like Mm -hmm. you go and you think something magical is going to happen tonight. He's love actually the party. Oh my god! Like cheerful, gotta take out the big guns and nostalgic and like romantic and everyone's happy even and you swear you be. smell pine needles even though there's no like christmas tree heaven people are giving you presents also you're very wasted <laughs> and everyone looks attractive <laughs> and jimin's there <laughs> that's my a, kind of party i had a dream about jimin this week here's the thing guys <laughs> i've had a lot of people tell me they've had like sexy dreams about bts I've had dreams about BTS. None of them were sexy. <laughs> like, they're like, someone asks me for directions. Or like, I'm in a car with one of them. And there was this thing with Jim, and he was like, 
he had on a pink track jacket and black track pants and he was like does this look weird and i was like no <laughs> looks good <laughs> that was your dream yeah but it was like there was a lot more talking but that was essentially it was him like being a little self-conscious about his outfit and me being like you could wear anything and as opposed to some of our listeners dreams he's putting clothes on in your yeah, dream i'm like you should you should put on another coat <laughs> it's not fair what does a girl have to do all right, V. I said the fanciest cocktail party you've ever attended. I love that. Like real crystal glasses, champagne, shrimp cocktail, but the fancy kind that's individual. So you get your own shot glass with like a giant jumbo oh, shrimp yeah. in there. You know what I mean? Yes. Where you just feel high end and luxurious and you just you feel like you're somebody even though you're not anybody. Mm-mm. It's just that kind of party. Mine's very similar. It's a wedding reception. Ooh, oh, that's perfect. So everybody, you're in there. You're celebrating something specific. You're toasting a lot. Everyone's like very gregarious in their celebration. Also, everyone's dressed up. Everyone's drinking champagne. Just like that same vibe of like everyone's fancier than they usually are. Mm-hmm. And also happier than they usually are. Oh, I love that answer. That V. That perfectly wraps up V. Everything we do about V is always like, well, you look great. (laughs) Whatever he is, you look great in this scenario. Yes. I feel like that's what it is. It always has to do with And you also feel like you're floating on air. Like you've lost all your additional weight. You're walking taller. Yes. Life is a little bit better. Yes. In our V scenarios. Yeah. It's just like. Which is so funny because he's not our bias or bias record. No, but there, I feel like that's the thing. Everybody's always like, you got to stay in the whole group. And I think we really do. Mm-hmm. Because it is, it's like, there's just something kind of magical about V. He, he has such a calming presence. It's such does. a like, I don't know, special presence. And I feel like he is, I was going to say maybe costume party too, but it's like where he changes his costume like every 20 minutes. He comes out in a so different So like he's costume. like an award show host. Yes. Or a bride <laughs> was like what I was thinking. But an award show host is actually really good. Maybe he's an after party of an award show. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one too. Again, everybody's dressed up and drinking champagne. It's perfect. There's yeah. red carpet everywhere. Part of me thinks that we're going to have the same thing for Jungkook. Maybe. So it's Super Bowl party. Oh, no. But that is a great answer. <laughs> that is a great answer. There's beans. There's dip. There's pizza rolls. People are yelling for no reason. It's thrown together very quickly, but yes. like well-intentioned. Yes. And athletic wear is encouraged. And you know what? There are no losers at this party. We are all winners because Jungkook is there. And I feel like there's napping. There's napping. <laughs> like... Whenever because of the of football, food and just a lot the of issues napping. it'll cause in your stomach, there's going to be some weird smells yeah. later, and but the, it's fine. The commercial stuff, like, I feel like that's got to play in somehow. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of bright colors, a lot of fast-moving stuff. Yep. Just you know, lot. during halftime, you don't want to watch a performance. You're playing video games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's who, great. Who watches the halftime show? It's anymore? absolutely a Super Bowl party. I said he would be a 4th of July party, but oh, that is because... I'm interested into, as to why. To me... Becca. Yes. <laughs> the 4th she of July. It's leaning on my table. Like I she's about to, to lay down the law. This is something I've thought about extensively, <laughs> not in this specific context, but it fits. I'm not a 4th of July fan. I don't like it. It's loud. You don't? There's fire everywhere. It's my favorite holiday. It's a lot of people love it. But to me, it is just a, 
if testosterone were a day. Yes, I can see that. It would be the 4th of July. Yes. It's sweaty. Yes. Everyone's kind of crabby because you've all been in the sun all day. It's hot. It is very hot. (laughs) It is very exciting. (laughs) Maybe too exciting. There's, yeah, like I said, there's fire. There's nonstop food. And yeah, it's just like such a testosterone filled. I mean, you're also celebrating like winning a war. <laughs> so like how much more of a dude can you be? Like, oh, we're still celebrating this. Do you know how long ago that happened? It's over. Nate and I had this conversation where we're like, oh, yeah, Fourth of July is definitely the manliest holiday. And Christmas is the most feminine holiday because it's basically a baby shower. <laughs> So Jungkook is Christmas, like, Jim and T, and I said a baby shower. That's so perfect. Yeah. So anyway, Jungkook is the Fourth of July because it's just it's loud and it's sparkly and like everyone's running around and they, who knows where the kids even are anymore and and it's still like okay, it's fine because it's summer and that makes me happy and there are popsicles mm-hmm. and it's like me man make no. fire oh, explosions. <laughs> Raw meat on the grill. I hate the 4th of July. <laughs> I hate fireworks, though. That's, you need to come to my family's 4th of July party. Next year. We have the next best year. time. I, I, just I will sit. convert you into loving the 4th of July. I, I, ch- I challenge accepted. All right. Because I sit in my house stewing and thinking about how many of my neighbors I can call the cops on. All right. You're coming to my, you're coming to my parents' house I next year. I do always year. watch The Music Man, mm-hmm. which is the good part. But Yes. All right. I think that was good. We did all right. I think we did all okay. prep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? For not doing it well, if, twice. Hey, if we think of better ones, we'll have let's reassess next time. <laughs> we can continue this party conversation. All right. So let's dig into the meat of this Oh, you podcast. know what would have been funny for Jid is if we said a birthday party because he's old. Ah, uh, why didn't we? Like a funeral? Like a funeral. <laughs> That's terrible. Awake. <laughs> what would we be? Oh, we're way dead. <laughs> We're like, like, we're like Christopher Columbus's birthday. We're like, yeah. Like, you have to give him the Memorial day Memorial Day. <laughs> Labor Day. <laughs> you can be Memorial Day. I feel like... Since what? I've pumped Wait, so many I kids out, you, I want to be Labor what? Day. You're Labor Day, for sure. And you work harder than anyone I know. No, if you were a holiday, Becca would be a birthday party because of the reasons we said in the past, which is like, she is a human stack of... A party hat's underneath a giant party hat. She's like, that is her object. You, you know what I feel party? like you would be? No. I feel like, and go with me, because this is going to sound super lame. <laughs> so far, I'm on board. I feel like you would be when your work gives you your work anniversary off, and you're like, this is dumb. Why am I even celebrating this? <laughs> but they're like, no, you're going to take it off, and you're going to appreciate this day. Like, people have to force you to appreciate who you are. I didn't know that was a thing that places do. What? Your work doesn't give you your work anniversary off? I have to fight tooth and nail what? to get any day off. I think everywhere I've worked, with the exception of where you work now, but I didn't work there long enough to find out, gave me gives me a work anniversary off. <sighs> nope. Oh, man. Come on. We're getting you a new job, girlfriend. All right. They don't love me there. Are we digging in? Let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to try. I'm going to try, guys. I'm sorry in advance. I'm you know what? Try. It's fine because it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's yeah. great. We don't okay. have to be wordy. No. 
We'll cut out a lot of murder and business and we'll jump right to it. I feel like that's a good way to preface this. So in the second half of Rooftop Prince, it's also important to note, Becca prefers the second half of the show. I do. I preferred the first half. I like the comedy romance. Becca likes the drama Drama. and intrigue. And I got into the second half and I was like, you're killing me, Rooftop Prince. And Becca was like, oh my gosh, this is my favorite stuff ever. It is, of all the shows I've ever seen, has some of the most drama in the second half, so... Yes. There's- Do you want to remind people where – I also looked up. I should preface this. If you have not listened to the first half, and you want to, it's episode 25 of our oh, podcast, Rooftop Prince Part 1. We are going to finish it today. Yeah. We got all we got through episodes 1 through 10 in our first half. So, Megan, where did we leave off at the end of episode 10? Well, at the end of episode 10, our heroine, Parka, <laughs> who's in love with the prince, who's time-traveled from the Joseon era and happens to look just like – Chabel Taeyong, she likes him, and she, common problem, common, accidentally texts him, I love you. (laughs) How many times has that happened to you, Becca? Never. I don't even text my husband, I love you anymore. It's terrible. I text Becca, I love you all the time, and I'm like, someday she's going to respond. Anyway, so she accidentally texts him, she loves him. Somehow she gets his phone before he sees it. And he comes back because he's going to have an adult confrontation about whatever they're fighting about. So she, again, how many times has this happened to you? She buries the phone quickly. And then again, relatable, a dog comes and digs it up. And he recovers the phone. And she's like, oh, no, did he see the text? Does he know I love him? So we're like, oh, God, does he know? Did he see it? (laughs) So she ends the episode with hopping on her bike and riding away very quickly. Also relatable. And then he hops on his bike and rides to catch up and then slams the brakes right in front of her so she has to stop and he's glaring at her and that's where we left off which can we talk about how the joseon prince is very good on a bicycle yeah for someone who definitely didn't have a bike was the wheel even invented in the joseon era i mean it seems like they were a lot more advanced than they were thinkers yeah they total group of rms they had the wheel people they had the wheel Meantime, we are over here like, what? Fire. Fire. Who? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So episode 11 starts and he holds up his phone and he's like, you need to take responsibility, which is my favorite K-drama expression ever. It creeps its way into our daily lives all the time. Take responsibility. And as the viewer, you're thinking, for what? What? For what? Right. Is it because is it she damaged his phone? Is it because he knows what she said? Is it because of the is fight he that they're in love having? With her also, what is happening? Who is going to say words? And so, being smart, she doesn't say anything. And then he holds up the phone and he kind of jiggles it back and forth. And he's like, "There's dirt inside, and it won't work." Uh, and we all breathe a collective sigh of relief. He does not know that she's in love with him. Because she's like a dum-dum, she texted him that, which I don't know how that happens. Although I got to say, by episode 11 of any show, I'm like, get together already. <laughs> Just tell each other how you feel. So back at home, one of the minions, one of the three people that time traveled with the prince who are helping him get through the modern era, is in a ton of pain. He's got a stomach cramp. He's in a lot of pain. Just so happens that Sena comes over for a barbecue. You guys remember Sena, right? Who could forget Sena? The, the greatest villain, villain H-E double hockey sticks. Of all sticks. time. So she arrives and she's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Okay, with me. Just, I'm sorry. I did, just, I, did I do something bad? <laughs> I, guess, I didn't know. I guess, I guess we should take the hospital. They made me do it. <laughs> I have no self-control. 
takes him to the hospital. Meanwhile, Prince and Parka are like, oh, no, our friend is sick. So they go to the hospital. Prince pulls Sena aside. It turns out his friend needed an appendectomy. God, this is just like one of many hospital trips we're about to make in the second half of the show. It's like Which ju- Becca loves. Just getting to the first hospital trip. <laughs> this isn't even the first hospital trip of the series. So he needed an appendectomy. So Prince pulls her aside. And he's like, hey, thank you so much for being a good person and saving my friend's life. And Park Ha's there, and she knows Sena's evil. She can't take it, so she walks away and does what every K-drama female lead does when they're upset. She wanders the streets aimlessly for hours in the middle she of the night. She just feels things. <laughs> Unrestrained feelings. In the dark. Alone. With nobody around her. And the streets are empty <laughs> in this huge metropolis. It's a murder waiting to happen, but she doesn't care. She has feelings to feel. She might have been rejected through text. She doesn't know. (laughs) So anyway, when she finally comes home, the prince is furious because he knows that she's been wandering alone. He's been worried about her. He's been calling her, but her phone's off. And so she kind of walks by and they have like a heated moment where they're looking at each other and they say a few niceties. And she goes to walk away and he grabs her wrist and he asks her, is it true that you like me? And then the world explodes because we're all like, oh, Everyone's S-H-I-T, it's, she knows. It's like, OK. And then I'm like, 10 minutes ago, I was like, get together already. And then he says that. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not ready. This is too soon. So she doesn't know what to do. So she does, again, the classic thing where she turns away and looks at the camera and starts crying and he's talking to her anyway. Do you ever talk to somebody when their head is not facing you? That's the weirdest thing ever to me. Strangely, no one ever faces me when I have conversations <laughs> with them. They're always like, hang on, let me, I don't want to look at you while you're doing this. Like, you got resting sick face. It's I'm going to get yeah, sick to my stomach. It's really bugging me. <laughs> so he finishes the conversation by saying, don't like me. Another classic K drama trope. And even though it's eye rolly, like I hear it and I'm like, oh my God, come on. Every time I hear it, I'm like, oh my heart. <laughs> my heart hurts. Why is this so effective? He's doing this for your benefit, oh, Parka. He loves you. That is the that is the K drama lead way of saying, I, I love, love you. you. Don't like me. Don't <laughs> like me. Really, it means like me so much. <laughs> so if you guys remember. Because he's still engaged to stupid, dumb, dumb Sena. I don't think they've gotten engaged oh, yet. They're sorry, dating. spoiler alert. They're dating, they're, they're, I think. They're about to get engaged. So if you guys remember, Taemu is, so the crown prince is like doppelganger. It's Young. He's in the, he's unconscious somewhere, we think. He might be dead. We don't really know. Right. To recap, cousin Taemu pushed him off a yacht. Yes. <laughs> so Taemu thinks that crown prince might be Young or might be an imposter. Very Mostly confused. thinks he's an imposter. Yes. So, which that's kind of a funny jump to me is that he actually is willing to believe that there's a separation because, right, like they they look identical. They are the same person except for glasses. Their Adam's apples are identical. Hey, that's hey, hold on to that. We're gonna put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. We're coming back to the Adam's apple very, talk. This was a huge discussion in the podcast, and that I we can't wait Tuesday. to have this conversation yes. with you again. It's great. All right, so Crown Prince meets with Tamu, and he's like, "Hey," because he knows that Tamu. Tried to murder Young, but he doesn't know where Young is. And he says he's mad now because he likes Park Ha a lot. And he knows that Young and Park Ha met up in New York City. And that the only reason they're probably not together is because Taemu pushed Young off a yacht. So he runs into t- to Taemu and he says, I keep running into someone and it's bringing back memories for me. 
and the memories that I'm having are making me upset. Does he know this because he found that phone? Is that yes. how he knows that? Okay, so he found a picture the, of them. So he has proof that Temu was in New York and saw Taeyang. And Parka is in the picture in the <clears throat> background, and he drew a Taeyang drew a picture of Parka that he's seen. It's, it's all, all coming together. The coincidences for him. are unreal. So Temu does not seem phased at all until the prince says. The last conversation I remember having with you was on a yacht. And all of a sudden, Taemu's like, shook. He, he always does this face of like, it's like 15 unbroken seconds of his eyebrows quivering. And like, his, his eyes, eyes getting really get big. 250% and bigger. He's like looking from side to side. Like, like you, you could literally see the dastardly thoughts in his mind. It's so evil. He's nervioso. Yes. yes. So let's go back to work. Back at work, Crown Prince and Parka, things are awkward now because he knows she likes him. She knows he knows that she likes him. He already told her, don't like me. He's rebuffed her. Yeah. (laughs) Classic rebuffing. Such a rebuff. So he has to constantly stop himself from like staring at her at work. And then at one point she kind of trips down the stairs and twists her ankle and he's walking up the stairs. So he like lurches to help her, but then backs away. But then he secretly goes to the pharmacy and gets her medical supplies and leaves them in her office. Also, the second way to say I love you in a K-drama. <laughs> here's medical equipment. Which, Number one, don't like me. Number I, two, here's medicine. I'm almost glad we're re-recording this because I went and watched that part today. What What for a twisted ankle? He bought her some sort of ointment. <laughs> what kind of ointment do you well, use on a twisted ankle? <sighs> I mean, like... Like Icy Hot? <laughs> Maybe that's a good point. Maybe I, it's icy. This will shock you, Becca. I've never run before. <laughs> so I've never, and I don't climb if I don't have to, stairs or anything. See, so, in my mind, I'm thinking more romantic would be like a cooler full of ice. Like, like here's um, ice to ice that for days on end. Bike it in. <laughs> it's like calling a favor. He's a rich guy. Call in a favor. Although, yeah, no, we don't want to be prescribing anyone opioids if we don't have to. <laughs> maybe not that ice cream honestly you know what would mean more to me some dang ice cream you know what would mean more to me just park you chun with a bow why are you running away from the girl what's with the medicine she twisted her ankle yeah carry her (laughs) so she comes home they have this great interaction where she's like i'm not smart which a, Parka, yes, you are. Don't yeah. you ever dumb yourself down, girl. I do not understand why we want to make her movement stupid in these shows. Especially because she, there's no way to even pretend like Hanji Min can't play stupid. No. She just is a smart She's person. a smart, beautiful woman. Yes, and she's so strong and um, confident. It's just like, I don't buy it. She's the Beyonce right. of meek Korean idols. We say, we say Goom John D. It's stupid. like she is kind of dumb. She is <laughs> like, stupid. Like, and I don't think that actress is stupid. She seems like a brilliant. But the character, but Goom the character is, in Boys is Over like Flowers is stupid. Dumb. Yeah, that is not Parka at all. Parka is resourceful and quick and and insightful and a delight. Yes. So anyway, I'm sorry. Don't, I'm taking too much time. She's an I'm idiot sorry. when it comes to love because how do you not know don't like me means I love you? Yeah. How do you not know don't like me, but here's some medicine for your tripped ankle that this you don't even know like, I saw? Green means go, girl. <laughs> He's giving you an open window. So she says, I'm not smart. You tell me not to like me, but then you're doing these things that say you like me. I'm not asking you to like me. And she's like, you need to tell me what's happening. And then he's all shook because he's like, I don't have a good excuse. 
but she's stupid, so I guess if I don't say anything, she's just going to assume I don't like her. It's terrible. So he <sighs> sits prince. her down, and he tells her the whole plan about, listen, in my past life, I was married to a princess that looked just like Sena. I need to marry her in this <clears throat> life in order to go back home. And that's the whole reason we're here is to figure out who murdered her. And if I marry her, I might figure it out. And it's this whole thing. And she's heartbroken. So then he goes to grandma's house. <sighs> Evil. We said in the last episode, grandma was sweet. Grandma is not no, sweet. No, I forgot just how terrible grandma Grandma's is. Grandma's not nice. Karma might be coming around, grandma, though, unfortunately, in a bad way. Grandma picks the wrong side, yeah. basically. So they go to Grandma's house, he and Sena, and they're like, can we get married? And Grandma and Sena are both like, okay. Oh, great idea. Sure, that sounds like a good idea. Might as well kick this plan into high gear. Now, quick note, Tamu is not pleased, because he's a murderer who's in love with Sena. Yes. Like, obsessively not healthy in love well, with Sena. Well, that's what we said last time, was he's crazy in love, but not in the fun, sexy Beyonce way. Yeah, in the, in the like, like, he's a psychotic crazy person not a person like, like probably has a mugshot somewhere yeah, he's obsessed with her yeah if he weren't a rich guy he would be in prison so we're getting to my favorite part ever Ooh, and then I you get to take over is. are you oh, ready oh, oh i do know what this is okay so back at work the team is planning this big event i'm like gripping my chair i'm so excited to talk this about very this very exciting they're planning this big event at a warehouse and you know what warehouses have faulty electrical systems terrible and they're all made of wood terrible wiring <laughs> never been inspected side note this one is made of metal but somehow it acts like a wood well wood s- structure poorly crafted warehouse <laughs> so um faulty wiring causes also, a spark in really this warehouse tricky locks also <laughs> yes but here's the, here's the best part i rewatched this today again i'm glad then that you got to we had to re-record it. this because i got to rewatch it the loudest sparks ever. It sounds like a freaking firework going off in this tiny shed of a warehouse. And Parka's like, what's that? But Parka and the other minion helping her have no clue. So the guy goes out to grab more boxes, shuts the door. It conveniently locks behind him. Which we, you missed our rant about the buddy system. <laughs> Whenever yeah. working in a warehouse, you really should apply the buddy system. Where's my buddy? Buddy check. Buddy check. Well, there was nobody there. Parka's buddy left her. In a burning warehouse, and that that stinker went up faster than like a Christmas tree would. Mm -hmm. He literally walked out, and then there was smoke billowing under the door. And wasn't it the strong guy too? Yes, and you don't hear back in there. You don't hear the fifty fireworks of this electrical system going ping, ping, ping. It's like exploding. Anyway, so he calls Crown Prince. Thankfully, they call 911 first, but then they call Crown Prince. So he rushes out of meeting with Sena to go to this warehouse where smoke is coming from under the door and they're not letting anybody in. Somehow they magically get the door open and he rushes in and you see Parka struggling to breathe. And then she like passes out, but then regains consciousness, but then passes out again. And he's like, Parka! But she's gone. She's unconscious. She don't hear him. Too much smoke. And the episode ends. (gasps) Well, you're going to love how the next episode begins. Because it's her funeral. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's the end of the show. <laughs> Who knew? He never makes it back. Uh, no. So, spoiler alert, that's not what happens. <laughs> we get a full-on bodyguard moment where the prince is, oh, like, carrying her out of the thing. And Whitney Houston's playing. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, my God, it's so romantic. It's not quite that romantic. But he, he saves her. He throws her in a stretcher. Yeah, she's fine. 
kind of like much ado about nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like ten minutes later we're like, what warehouse fire? <laughs> we have bigger fish to fry. No pun intended. <laughs> I do like how she wakes up in her bed and not in a hospital. Yeah, classic boys over flowers. Yeah, mistake. seriously. You know what we should do? Not have her treated professionally. You know what we should do is whenever there's a minor injury, like a sprained ankle, Go we should to the buy hospital. her. We should buy her ointment. Yes. But when she inhales smoke and passes out, we should just let her go home and rest. Knocking on death's door. <laughs> We could probably take care of that at home. WebMD it. <laughs> I'm dying. So, she, so she's fine. Like, again, I feel like Becca's are going to be really well-researched and mine are going to be like, okay, there's this whole storyline about this. No, well, this is perfect. Because some, so some of mine are like that. You got to know now the murder and business plotline. <laughs> there's still this whole business plotline. Because if you've forgotten, Taeyang, who's in a coma in Chicago, is set to inherit grandma's huge conglomerate. Well, Taemu, part of the reason he pushed him off a yacht, was because Taemu wants to inherit it, but his dad's like an illegitimate son, so mm-hmm. he's not in line. So he hates Taeyang, kind of, yes? Yeah. Didn't yeah, seem like he hated him at first, but then he murdered, he's attempted a psycho. murder. He doesn't yeah, really hate anybody. He doesn't have thoughts or feelings. He just does yeah. things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he wants to inherit it. But anyway, the prince is pretending to be Taeyang, and he was supposed to be at this meeting... That's a huge deal. A huge, big business deal. But when he hears that Park has in a burning warehouse, he runs out of the meeting and goes to save her. Well, that does not sit well with Grandma. (laughs) Because what's more important than someone potentially dying? Business. Business. (laughs) It's business calling. So Grandma's furious. And she shows up at the rooftop, and Parka and the prince are heading home, and they see Grandma there, and the prince is like, no, I don't have the energy for this. Let's just go somewhere else. So they just kind of wander around, and he keeps texting the dudes at the minions at home. Excuse me. (laughs) He keeps texting them, like, oh, she's still there? They're like, yeah, she's still here. Well, finally, they text, like, she's gone. You can come home. And Parka's like, oh, is she gone? And the prince is like, no, she's still there. (laughs) Because he wants to spend time with her. Because, like, he just told her, don't fall in love with me, (laughs) a.k.a. I love you. (laughs) He wants to just be with her. So they just, like, kill all this time together. They end up sleeping at a sauna. And it's really cute and, like, a great date. And you're just like, this is a great couple. I love them. Mm -hmm. They have amazing chemistry. And I think she even figures out that grandma. there's no way grandma's still there. But whatever. Anyway... (laughs) Beautiful moment, still don't like me. So then they go home and say not like pouting because she saw that they were hanging out. And I think this is the episode where she goes to try on engagement dresses. And she really wants him to be like, oh, you're so beautiful. You're a vision. And he's like, oh, yeah, you look good. Like, he could not care less. I'm skipping a whole bunch of business stuff because now that he missed this meeting, they have to figure out another business thing. (laughs) So um, while the business is going on, Sena and Tamu are scheming, and I think at this point Sena's like, "I already bagged me a rich guy. See you later, psycho. I'm gonna marry the nice one." And Tamu's like, "But we're in love because I said so. Yeah, but I don't understand. I'm giving you a directive. I want you. <laughs> I shall have you. I will make you my kept woman. And I think, oh god, that's the dream. That's the dream. So I also think this is where then the the what's-her-face, Parka, is like finally getting a backbone and is like, you know what, this is not a healthy, this isn't healthy for me. Mm-hmm. I need to leave town and get out of here. So she 
goes to a job interview and she writes the prince a letter a really sad goodbye letter and leaves it and goes off well he finds it and he wasn't supposed to yet because she wasn't actually leaving yet awkward (laughs) so he finds it well then she shows up and he's reading this letter where she's you know pouring her heart out then she comes home and voila finally he's like you idiot i love you so much (laughs) and then the one note i can remember that i wrote was there's a kiss and it's a good one (laughs) it's a good one also here's something important that i skipped before we get into the good kiss okay so remember ceo jang yes she shows up she's trying to find her daughter Everyone knows this, but like Seina and Temu figure out that Park Ha is actually CEO Jang's daughter. But then Temu's like, I have a great idea. She's super rich, which so are you. I don't understand the issue. Yeah, but I don't either. He's like, you should pretend to be her daughter because we have all these clues that can make it seem like you're her daughter. And Seina's like, okay, I guess one more for the road, right? <laughs> I'm going to marry Taeyang or whoever, but sure. So that thing's happening also. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. Episode 13, the kiss, guys. They kiss. He confesses his feelings to her, and they kiss That's at the so beach. And by the beach, I mean they're on the rooftop apartment, but there's that With beautiful that beach background. Beach thing. It's so sweet until the camera pans inside of the apartment, and there's a picture of all five of them, and they're all fading out of the picture, leaving Park Ha by herself, meaning... That their time travel must be quickly coming to an end. And they're just going to disappear into thin air. So Park Ha and Crown Prince are like, oh my god, we're in love. So they go to the park bench under their tree, which is where they shoot 90% of the show. They do have a lot of moments under the tree. Yeah, and they discuss their hardships and the logistics of a time-traveling romance. How do you possibly make rules about, hey, so like if you go back 60 years... And you have sleep with somebody yeah, else, it's yeah. cheating on me. But if you go back 300 years, it's not cheating on me. What happens in the future <laughs> stays in the future. <laughs> in the last episode, Megan called it an eternal hall pass. An eternal hall pass. <laughs> I feel like it's definitely not cheating if technically you should have been dead for like hundreds of years. <laughs> like you beat the system, so you can kind of do whatever you want. Like if Jeff time traveled 300 years and cheated on me, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> Because it's not like I have competition. I'm not, she's not my competition. I guess. <laughs> she's not my competition. I once read the saddest book ever, though, where they said, you're, the woman who lives in your man's memory is the worst competition because you cannot beat her. So I'm her competition. Well, I guess that's because true. Because I'm 300 years I gone. I'm true. in his memory. So, sucka, you can't even win this. <laughs> I already won 300 years ago. Why are you trying? <laughs> I won. Girl, go home. Mm. This was a no contest. So meanwhile, Taemu receives word that the real Taeyong is found alive in Chicago. Which, which I have to talk to you about. <laughs> Didn't he push him off of a yacht New in York. New York? I just realized So that. why is he in Chicago? I guess better hospitals. <laughs> I don't know. Did we miss something? No. No, it seriously is like all of a sudden we're in Chicago. <laughs> okay. Maybe, I don't know, I O'Hare, like like O'Hare was a little less busy that day. Yeah, than. they were like, you know, we got an opening in Chicago. <laughs> I feel like, oh, you need a long-term room for someone who was pushed off a yacht? Try Chicago. 
Chicago is the destination Chicago, you, you they, deserve. The, the most experienced <laughs> specialist in yacht-related injuries. <laughs> Non-harbored yacht-related injuries. I'm so glad we're re-recording. Yacht-related <laughs> injuries at sea. Um, also, I feel like it's like with anything where, like, so we're from the Midwest. So we're like, New York and Chicago aren't even close together. But if you told me in a Korean drama, they're like, oh, he got hurt in Seoul, but they sent him to Jeju Island. I'd be like, yes, that makes sense because I have no concept of where anything is in any other country. I barely know what stuff is in the U.S. Like, I, think, I don't think I'm alone to say if you gave me a map of the United States, I could label like 60% of them correctly. <laughs> I could tell you like clusters. I could be like, these four states are here somewhere, but I don't know which ones they are. I love this so much. I'm not even sad you're, to admit that I went to public school and I'm fine. You're absolutely correct. So She has an Emmy. She's fine. I mean, Midwest <laughs> Regional. <laughs> So. Anyway, so he decides, all right, fake Taeyong is here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to fly to Chicago when there's a board meeting. and I'm going to like fake FaceTime. I don't think it's called FaceTime. V-Life, whatever they're doing in South yeah. Korea. The board members and show them, look, he's here. So we need to know that. Because Race across the world, it's guys. It's coming, guys. So go back to Park Ha and the Crown Prince. Park Ha decides that dating is too hard and that the prince could disappear at any moment when they've had this beautiful moment under the tree. So she says, another classic K-drama breakup line, let's stop here. Let's end it here. Which to me is like, was there an ice cream place? Like, why are yeah, we stopping? Like, let's stop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is there pizza? Go, I'm hungry. I could do New York or Chicago style. Could literally always eat. <laughs> so she decides to take immediate action and move away. Long distance, which is like an hour outside of Seoul, she decides she is going to interview for a tourism job, which is interesting because it is her apartment. But she's like, oh, no, you stay. <laughs> she's I'll like, leave. It seems like my time is up here. <laughs> Even though you will disappear and go back 300 years, I should probably get out yeah. of this apartment Even at least. Even though your time on this, in this realm is limited, keep the apartment. I should. I'm going to move. So Taemu is now like, I'm going to get this fake Taeyong guy, the crown prince. So he gives Sena a plane ticket to New York for Park Ha. And he's like, bribe her, do whatever you have to do. Get her out of here because I'm going to take this guy down. And she's just in the way. She's bothering all of us. I've tried to murder people in the past and it hasn't worked. I'm not very good at this whole plotting (laughs) thing. He's a horrible villain. So he's like, just get her out of here. So Sena's a little reluctant. Oh, I don't no, know if no, I should no, do no, it. Maybe it's too bad. But you know what? I don't like her, so I'm going to. She's mean. <laughs> so, Everybody thinks she's so nice. Meanwhile, Crown Prince is shopping for a new apartment for Park Ha. He's going to buy her a new apartment. He has no job and no money. Must that's fine. be nice, Park Ha. So he signs a contract, puts a copy in the envelope, gives it to one of his minions, and he's like, go get this to Park Ha. And on, in the envelope, it says, like, let's meet here don't at this tell new her address. It's yeah, it's all a mystery, you know. So, anyway, Sena knows that this is going to happen. So she has lunch with this friend, and while he's not paying attention, she switches the envelope. So she gives him the plane ticket to give to Parka, and she keeps the apartment contract. So it's a disaster. Basically, the God. friend does meet with Parka, and he gives her the envelope, and she opens it up, and she's, he's like, it's from the crown prince, and he's all excited, and she opens it up, and it's like, peace out, Bye. y'all. You're going to New York. Hey, when I said don't like me, I just meant don't like me. <laughs> so you, you need to be Audi 5000. Yeah. So she instantly is like, 
Peace out, I'm going. So she goes to this new tourism gig outside of Seoul somewhere. And strong friend learns about where she's going. So he keeps it from the prince. He keeps it quiet. And then at work, they're like, hey, we're going to do this like trip package. We need to pick a destination. And they start listing the cities. And they list the city where Parka is. And he's like, that one. We need to do that one. And the prince is like, you never speak up in meetings. He's like, that is the place we need to go. And so he sends crown prince there. So crown prince goes. Meanwhile, Parka's new boss is like, hey, there's a VIB coming. You need to give them the best tour of your gosh darn life. And so she shows up and Crown Prince gets out of the car and he sees her and he looks super relieved. But then he's just a, a detour the whole yeah. day. He's super annoying. He asks all Which these questions. Is the third way in K-dramas they say, I love you. Yeah. Let's just be super mean. Yeah. So she shows him around. He gets so annoying to the point where she fakes twisting her ankle just so her coworker has to take over. But then her boss is like, well, they're VIPs. We need to take them out to dinner. Wait a minute. How'd she twist her ankle again? She had ointment this time. <laughs> she had ointment. I don't buy it. She had we'll Xanax. Shame on you. Vicodin. We'll shame on me. <laughs> so they all take them out for dinner. And the boss is like, well, you're the junior employee and also a woman. So serve us. Guys, ladies, Mm-mm. ladies, it's yep. 2018. Go, everybody go watch uh, Something in the Rain. This is a big plot point. In I'm in the telling rain. you, this is it's disgusting. But anyway, she does it. And to compensate for keeping her feelings bottled up, she gets drunk, which she should. And they go karaoke. She makes a fool of herself. And then at the end of the night, she's like, yo, Prince. That's exactly what she says. Yo, Prince. She's like, come with me. So she takes him back to her apartment, shows him the plane ticket. And she's like, explain this. And he's like, I do not know what this is. <laughs> he's like, I cannot. This is new to me also. <laughs> and it's the first time where I really felt bad for him. And I'm like, oh, but it kind of is making up for all the times you were just a meanie. So she finally passes out. She's drunk. He is goes he to leave. Is he mean to her because he thinks that she didn't come meet him about the apartment? Yes. I forgot about that. Yes. Okay. He's very upset about that. So he goes to leave. There's this cute little kid that stays in her apartment building. Or oh, her grandma owns her where she's staying. Mm-hmm. And so he saw pr- or the crown prince being mean to her. So he put dog poop in his shoe. So he goes to leave her room and he steps in his shoe and he sees that there's do- he feels the dog poop. Happens to the best of us. Yes. And the kid yells at him and he's like, I'm protecting my parka Nuna to e- from anybody that's mean to her because I like her. And then the uh-huh. crown prince starts walking away and he's like, I'm learning lessons from a kid. And it's like the sweetest thing ever where you're like, yes, Park you God, the prince is such a good character. What are you doing? He's so beyond in years. So the crown prince figures out the Sainas, switch the envelopes. And he confronts her about it. And what does she do, Megan? Oh, oh it wasn't me. I didn't know it was bad. I'm sorry. What? Oh, that's how they got I, switched. I, I thought you'd want me to. I thought it was the right thing to do. Also, Grandma made me do it. Seriously, what she says. She's like, it was Grandma. She made me do it. But that's a lie. So he has to go now and apologize to Parkat and be like, I did not give you that. And like make her trust him all over again. But then at the end of the episode, they do this like relay race. It's this whole side thing. But then he figures out like with a stamp on the envelope that it was intentional. That it wasn't an accidental slip up. Sena did it on purpose. Yes. So the episode ends when he's confronting her and he's like, you're not this kind of person. Why are you lying? And the audience is like, she is that kind of person. How many chances are you going to give her? And the answer is not many more, because <laughs> in the next episode, he dumps that B. All right, let's hear it, Megan. What so, you got? So he confronts her, and he's like, why would you do this? And she's like, oh, it's because I love you, and I was <laughs> jealous. And he's like, oh, 
think that's true. And then she's like, you're right. Grandma made me do it. And he's like, I also feel like that's not true either. So they kind of like fight and then she leaves and then she's like, oh, crap, I got to get to grandma before he does. She gets to grandma's and she's like, oh, grandma, I don't know what to do. I lied. And I told him that it was you that made me do it. Grandma's like, oh, that's cool. (laughs) That's actually a good idea. You did well. Go ahead and use me. I don't care. And Sana's like, oh, grandma, you just get me. Uh, So Sana's like the worst, whatever. But now the prince is like, there's something up with this lady. She is, she's sketchy. So he starts following Sena, who also is still doing this thing with Temu where it's like, I'm going to marry the prince, but like, tell me I'm pretty. Like, tell me you love me. So he sees her like canoodling with Temu, and that's a whole thing. And then finally, oh, also he follows her and he sees that he figures out that Park Ha and her are stepsisters also, which also bothers him because he's like, why would you lie about that? And then I think finally he's like, this is done. We're done with this. This is terrible. So Does he say, let's end it here? Or is that only what you say to somebody when you actually like them? I feel them? like let's end it here is when you're sad to end it. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Let's see if they say what, what he said. What does he actually say? Yeah, I don't know. And basically, like, he's just like, I don't, I don't like you're you. Out. Don't like me because I don't like you. <laughs> so she cries and she leaves, and oh, he tells so his sad. little minions, and the minions are like, "Okay, this is stupid. We got to go get Parka." <laughs> so thankfully, they do, and they tell her that they're like, "He's single now. Go get him." And she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> so she goes, and they hug, and everybody's happy. I'm sure there's some business happening. There's always the business scenes. happening. Now, also, Sena is like throwing herself back at Temu in a big way because she's like, oh, crap, I got to find another rich guy I have now. to find somebody to support this collection of fancy blazers. Yes. How will I afford all oh. these strappy heels? How will I get my hair cut in a perfect bob every, every single day? day? And the answer is Temu. <laughs> so she goes to Temu and she's like, I was so wrong. You're the one I love. Also, kill Park Ha. Yeah, mm-hmm. And maybe Taeyang also. I feel like every conversation they have, the undertone is murder. Yeah. They Without could literally be saying, saying like, hey, we're going to go on a date tonight. Where do you want to eat? And it's like the undertone is, we're going to murder somebody. And what do you want for dessert? <laughs> murder. <laughs> so he's like, yes, I can do that for you. Because <laughs> I have no emotions or feelings. Yeah. I am a robot. It doesn't matter. And grandma's still mad at the prince slash Taeyang. And all of this is happening because Grandma now looks favorably upon Sena, so she's like, oh, I'm with Temu now a day later. And Grandma's like, cool, that works. And then what else happens? Oh, then they're still on this wild thing about getting CEO Jang to believe that Sena is her daughter. Okay, twist, ladies and gents. (laughs) Sena is her daughter, and she knows that. (laughs) <laughs> there's so much to talk about my throat is just drying up <laughs> so CEO Jang knows she has two daughters she knows Sena is her birth daughter she does not know that Park Ha is her birth daughter one and one plus no wait one plus one <laughs> is two what we're figuring out here guys Sena and Park Ha are blood related sisters mm-hmm. they are actual sisters which means Parka is CEO Jang's daughter. They're, yeah. So but they, nobody seems to know quite yet. No. Which, eh, well, anyway. So they, but here's the thing. 
Temu and Sena know Park Ha is her daughter, but they don't know Sena is her daughter. So they're lying, saying that Sena is her daughter, but they're not lying. That's right. And Seo Jang knows that. So basically, Temu's like, get it, get some way that we can confirm like DNA that you're her daughter. So like, steal Park Ha's hair. And Sena's like, that's nothing. <laughs> I can I can switch plane tickets almost, and apartment contracts. Last week. Yeah, this yeah, is I easy. Get some hair. I this is not a problem. You so want she's teeth? gonna do I that. Get your teeth. And they do it. She like gets some of her hair because she pretends to be friends with her, and they prove it. But then Co Jang's like, "What's your game here? <laughs> I already know you're my daughter, so she knows she's lying. So you, yeah, I mean, it's like a side story that who really cares? But um, is that really then, loud? I'm pouring another glass of wine. Sorry, get guys. it, girl. Sorry. Drink up. All right. Oh, business stuff is happening. The sister thing is happening. And how does this episode end? They're on the roof. Oh. Is that how it ends? <laughs> I think so. What do they do? God. They're just like doing laundry and stuff. They're on the roof together. The C.O. Jang thing. Oh, also at this point. Oh, yes. They're on the roof together. Mm-hmm. And they're doing laundry. And a like cloth slips and covers the bottom half of Parka's face and finally the prince is like oh your sister-in-law because <laughs> she's always wearing a kerchief over her from face from way back when from past past from from my time travels from the days of i your... recognize the top half of your face but only when it's covered up with a cloth right. because otherwise t- completely not right <laughs> so he realizes like oh, it's you <laughs> finally Anyway, end so, of episode. They're hanging up clothes, and all of a sudden, he it mimics the way the way that he's looking at her, and the, the cloth is hanging in front of her face. It mimics the way that she looks when she was way back when sister-in-law. Right. So he finally puts all the pieces together, and he tells Parka that she and he knew each other in the past, and they were actually quite close. And everyone is all of a sudden happy. Like, oh, this it must be reincarnation. Like, we're so glad. So they're dating now. None of the four dudes from the past were like, how does so familiar? How does nobody recognize Megan, if you covered up the bottom half you of your face right now, me. I would still know you. Also, my voice sounds the same. <laughs> I just The woman is the same woman. It's just a four-inch cloth. I'm just saying. She's gonna dress the and same. And it's not like he her hasn't seen her are gonna be the same in 300 years. He saw her yesterday. <laughs> And then traveled 300 years. Anyway. We need to, we have a, we have many things to say to the writers of the yeah. show. Oh, this is the best episode. One so, of the best episodes. He, they make plans to see fireworks at night. And she suggests like, oh, well, pack five dinners. We can all go. And he does this really cute thing where he points between the two of them. And he's like, I was just thinking the two of us could go. Me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they do the classic Becca in high school mistake. Well, you never want to hurt people's feelings. So you're like, well, let's tell them that we're sick. And that way, nobody's feelings are hurt when they know we are going to go without them. They're, you all live together. They're going to figure it out, you dopes. <laughs> so I forget what they say. She says she doesn't feel good, and he says he's tired. Anyway, they both say they're going to go to bed early. They sneak out, and they go to this fireworks show together. Super cute. However, they literally are frolicking through a park, guys. They're holding hands and skipping through a park to get... To the fireworks show. My husband and I didn't do that on our freaking wedding day. Frolicking oh. in the park does not happen in real life. Speak for yourself. But it does when you're time traveling. <laughs> and I love it. So all I wrote down next, seriously, word for word, business stuff, board voting, family confusion. Yeah, that's like half the show. <laughs> now let's get back to the good stuff. So Park Ha and Crown Prince are like walking through the streets. 
they go by a market, like a street market, and they buy wishing rings for each other. Megan, Megan has something in her eye. I got to get some drops. Keep going. Go get some drops. So they buy these wishing, wishing rings. I can't talk. Wishing rings. And he doesn't want to wear them. But she tells him that dating couples wear matching rings a lot. So he's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll do it. So then they go back to their tree, bench in the tree, and they're all happy. And they're talking, and they're like, making pants of a future. And then all of a sudden, guys, and I need to wait for Megan to get back from dropping drops in her eye. It's allergy season. He starts, he starts to fade away. He's sitting right in front of her and he starts to fade out. He's like going invincible. If you're in Photoshop, the opacity is being lowered to zero. We're doing technical terms now. The the graphic designer me is very happy at that And the Megan in me is like, what's that? What is that? (laughs) Sounds cool. So he's fading out right in front of her eyes, but he doesn't know what's happening. So clearly it doesn't hurt him. Mm -hmm. So when he finally like comes all the way back to his full self, she hugs him so tightly because she's so afraid that he's going to like disappear. And Crown Prince decides now that he knows that he's disappearing, that he needs to take care of the real Young before Taemu gets to him because he now all of a sudden knows, oh God, the real Young's still alive. Right. So he's going to figure out I'm an imposter. So he plans this like bait and switch where he hires this team of people to go steal the real, real Young and take care of him probably back in New York. <laughs> Like, let's go back to the scene of the accident. Yeah. And so then he sneaks into the hospital bed and pretends to be unconscious. So then Taeyong comes and he FaceTimes in all these people. And in the middle of this FaceTime or VLive or whatever, whatever form of technology they use in South Korea, he pretends to wake up. And in a very like weak and shaky voice, he's like, Taemu Hyung? And then the episode ends. Which I like to call this the Godfather episode because it's like that scene in The Godfather where they're trying to get Don Corleone like hidden from the rival mob. It's so much like that. It's so much like, like that. Like the ding-dongs are like wheeling the real Taeyong out on a stretcher to get him placed somewhere else where he's safe. And then they're like switching the beds and they're also, trying to beat each other down the hallway. I don't. Re- I didn't remember until I went back and looked. One of the minions dresses as a female nurse for this. Is it why the courtesan yes. one? Why don't yes. you just dress up like a man nurse? Like, what does it matter? Because that's not as hilarious, Becca. <laughs> What's funnier than drag? Nothing. Because uh, it's amazing. Yes. So. All right. They, they godfather the situation. They do. Then they also have this moment where. He realizes he's still wearing the couple's ring, which will give him away that he's not really Taeyang. So he's to like hide his hand, and that's important. But they think they've tricked him. Meanwhile, Park Ha's home, like weeping. She's, she's like, sad because they were together, and he disappeared in front of her eyes. Right. And then all of a sudden, he's like, "Oh shoot! I have to go pretend to be the the, the real or the fake ta- whatever. The, I have right. to go pretend to be Taeyang in Chicago." So she thinks he disappeared. She thinks he's gone. So forever. she thinks he's gone forever. So she's upset. So, Which, okay, I I'll give it. you that. That's fair. So anyway, she he finally comes back and she knows that Taeyong is coming and she doesn't know if it's the prince or if it's Taeyong or what. So she watches him and he walks right past her. Also, he has glasses now, so maybe it's not the same he guy. Has gl- guys, you guys. We love the glasses. He has Park Yu-Chun wears glasses. They're good ones, too. Why does that make a man more attractive? So much handsomer. I don't get it. This was the era for me because this was one of my first gay dramas where I started Googling my favorite Korean idols wearing glasses. Oh, 
Do you know that it's a rabbit hole? You're never gonna get out of the that. Only Don't do it. Favorited search in my Google is Jungkook glasses. I, why does that do it for me? I don't me? know. Just every now and then, I need to see it to like purify my soul. <laughs> it's that an airport. It's like airport can, photos. Airport fashion. Oh my gosh! Whoever is your favorite bias for whatever, mm-hmm. whether they're an actor or a K or a K-pop star, Google their name. An airport. That's all you need to Google. It's wonderful. And it's just paparazzi shots of them walking through the airport. And it is the hottest thing I've ever seen. It's like... Besides suckers or glasses. Right. I don't understand why I like it so much. It's like an emotional controlled burn. Like <laughs> when you just need to like cleanse your soul. It's like... But be in control Actually, of it's it. so funny because Sarah and I, another one of our friends we've made through the podcast, we're also having this where you go through these phases of like really specific weird <laughs> Google searches because I told her about my Jungkook glasses and she had one that was like G-Dragon. Oh God, what was it? It was really funny and great. Like this thing that was like, yeah, I would totally look that up on Google. <laughs> but like you you go, like maybe G-Dragon at award shows or something. And it's just like, yes, you get into these habits. You're like, I need to see more very specific photos. Yes. Anyway. But yeah, hey, anyway. guys, Merry Christmas. <laughs> yes. It's your bias's name in airport or your bias's name in glasses. It's going to be for the best. And then if it's not an emotional control burn, it's just like a burn. <laughs> it's a go, warehouse fire. Go for the sucker. <laughs> go for the sucker. It'll burn down everything you've or ever known gonna, about yourself. Or we're going to get to it. Go for the Adam's apple. It's coming. <sighs> it's coming. Apple. But anyway, he comes back, back with glasses. To, yeah, time traveling. She's like, I don't know if it's him. He walks right past her. No recognition. She's like, well, crap. My boyfriend's gone. <laughs> my boyfriend's back. And, and you're going to really be in back. <laughs> <laughs> so he's talking and everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's Taeyong. He's back. <laughs> and she's sad. But then he like reaches in his pocket and pulls something out. And when he does, something comes rolling at Parka, and it's the couple ring. Aww. So she realizes he's just playing the part to com- to confuse all the business people. Business is calling. And Taemu thinks this is the real Taeyong. <clears throat> and he gets a fax sent by the prince, who's now in the room with Megan, him. Megan, go back for the millennials. What is a fax? Oh, guys. <laughs> Long ago. <laughs> like back like in the Joseon era. Joseon era. <laughs> We have these things called fax machines. No one really knows how to use them. They're very unreliable and very loud. They're very loud. Very loud. But they were like magical. It was like an email, but physical. It was like a physical email. Like you sent it and then it popped out on the other end in a real paper. And you know what's annoying is sometimes you call phone number and it would be a fax line. And you get this like me, me, me sound in your ear and you're like, oh, this is not right. This is a fax so machine, go- not a phone. Google it sometime when you're done looking up so-and-so in glasses. <laughs> so he gets a fax, a facsimile, and it says, murderer. <laughs> and he's like, well, that's got to be the prince. Okay, this is confusing. So he thinks the prince is Taeyang, and he thinks that the prince is someone else somewhere else. Yes. But he's not. The prince is is sending this, but he's actually there, the person that he thinks is Taeyang, because Taeyang's still in a coma. He's still in a coma, hidden probably in New York This is now. all part of the we murder don't know where business. He is. We don't know. So he, he knows what's going on, but then, you know, the prince is smart, so he's like, oh, that doesn't seem good. <laughs> um, anyway, business and murder, business and murder. And then <laughs> what happens? 
A lot of threats. Temu is going off the deep end for sure. <laughs> Uh, I just want while Megan is looking I just want to apologize again guys we're re-recording and Megan didn't bring her notes and I feel so bad because the first night I was not prepared and Megan was so prepared and she was bailing me out and now I feel like I didn't look up Megan's episodes tonight Megan fighting I'm you're doing, doing a doing great okay. job and this, it's good that I'm taking some time because this is very important because here we go guys all right let's dig Temu in Temu calls up Parkhan he's like meet me here even though she knows she should not do it why would she meet him she does it he every thing he says to her well, has the undertone of murder he says something like I'm gonna you're me you're gonna meet your real mom or something and she's like well I do want to do that so <laughs> she goes he like knocks her out with a cloth over her mouth next thing you know she wakes up in the back of what Becca a refrigerated truck. Public service announcement. <laughs> the number one killer of K-drama female leads. Refrigerated containers. Refrigerated Anything. containers. Trucks. Pasta. Oh my ghostess. This Rooftop one. prints. You guys, you do not go into cold plate buddy system. Do not <laughs> do this at home. All right. Warehouses and refrigerated places. You grab yourself four buddies. <laughs> That's the new rule. Well, or at least someone who's very good at getting you out of tight jams. Because once again, Tamu takes a picture of the unconscious parka in the back of the refrigerated truck with her phone, texts it to Dum Dum Prince. Because again, he doesn't know that Prince and Taeyang, who he thinks is Taeyang, are the same person. Sends him to and he's like, you better bring that. Oh, you got to bring that cell phone you have with the evidence that I was in New York. Or I'm going to kill her. She's going to freeze to death. Right. Which seems like a pretty big trail here like we're gonna catch you but that doesn't matter because prince jumps into action he's headed over finally park how wakes up and she's cold and like <laughs> how did i get here she's like shoot is my birth mom in here and there's like this moment where you're like is he gonna make it is he not gonna make it and i'm not gonna lie part of me was like oh god this is a horrible way to kill off a she character might die. end of episode all right let's pick it up park is locked in the refrigerated truck of friendship that that's an inside joke from our last episode that nobody will ever hear because my computer hates me. so good, though. <laughs> so Seda's mom, in the meantime, is like, yo. Like I get, fish market mom. Yeah. she No, no. Real CEO mom. mom. CEO okay. Jang. She's like, yo, I gave birth to you. And Seda is shook. She's like, oh, shoot. I guess we don't need to kill Parka because I am the real oh, daughter. In that case, murder's not necessary. So I guess we don't need to do this. So she calls Tamu and she's like, where's Parka? And he's like, she's being taken care of. And the undertone is murder. We are murdering murder. her right now. Very slowly and painfully. So Tamu meets Park, or the crown prince and he demands oh, yeah. the cell phone in exchange for the key to get Parka out of this refrigerated truck, even though he never really tells the prince where this truck is at. So the prince is like, of course, here's the cell phone, whatever. So there's a shuffle and some fighting. And then the crown prince emerges victorious because his friends rush in to help. And he rushes to save Parka. He finds her huddled in the truck. And this is where I have a problem with this, you guys. He climbs into the truck. She kind of wakes up because he's yelling at her. And she starts crying. He never takes her out of the truck. They just hug in they, this refrigerated they truck. Hang out of the truck, which literally a few feet more, and you would be completely out of the cold. You would be in the warmth. You would be in the warmth of a summer of night. Of the summer day. But instead, you know, whatever. You're just gonna, that's fine. Let's and let's do it while she's crying. Let's yeah. pour water on her yes. frozen so face. So maybe she will freeze completely. So I'm a little confused by it, but it's a very sweet 
but very cold reunion. And as corny as it sounds, the whole time you're like, oh my God. I know. I almost started crying watching it. Again, this is like Boys Over Flowers. We are making a lot of fun of the show. We fully endorse it. Oh, it's wonderful. We love it. Must watch. It's so good. Although I will say, my mom would agree with us about Boys Over Flowers. She's like, it's nuts, but you should definitely watch it. She was not as big of a fan of Rooftop Which Prince. is so funny because I read the Amazon reviews of Rooftop Prince and a lot of people were like, this show was dumb. <gasps> really? Yes. Are we confused? I don't know. I think we just buy into the drama. I loved this I show. I thought it was so great. It's so fun. Again, it's like we said this, I think, last time. The chemistry is so good. I would hang on for whatever you throw at me. Yep. I'm 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 fully on board. Safe. You take this train wherever it's going. So the next morning, they wake. She wakes up, and the crown prince is still by her bed, which means he's been there all night. Because again, when you sprain your ankle, you buy ointment. But when you freeze in a truck overnight, you stay in that truck. You just go home <laughs> and then go home. No, no doctors need to see you. We have blankets. <laughs> You're Come fine. On. I'll make you some soup. Stop being a wuss. <laughs> You're good. So. We did say this in the last time we recorded this. Props to the makeup people. Yes. Because after the fire and after she freezes, her, she looks terrible in the like, you're still a beautiful model way. Stunningly gorgeous. Like in an annoying. But like but very like, cold. Yeah, I believe that you were cold yesterday. Yes. So he insists on making her breakfast. You guys, again, I'm so glad that we're re-recording because I went back and watched this today. And she's like, no, I'll make breakfast. So she gets up to make him omu rice, which is like a whole thing Everyone's in the show. favorite thing. And he kisses her and he says, quote, are you ready for goosebumps? <laughs> he says, if you don't shut your mouth, I'm going to shut it for you. Okay. Real quick. I fully feel like when I watched that, I was like, oh, yeah. But then I'm like, if someone said that to me. I would slug him. I'd be like, this sounds I'd like the undertone. Pop him in the nose. The undertone to that is murder. Yeah, you're going to kill me? <laughs> but then he says, if you don't, then he kisses both of her eyes, and it's very sweet. And she like closes her eyes and he kisses her, and he goes, if you don't close your eyes, I'll close them for you. And I'm like, I'll threaten kill you, more. you again. I am so not romantic because, again, if someone did that to me, I'd be like, get out of my house. <laughs> Honestly, if my husband did that to me, I'd be like, gross. Ew. Like, gross. Go home. <laughs> You've had enough. But in the show, I was oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. The show's God, like, yes. oh, finally. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're cruising through. Almost done. The crown prince plays the part of Young then. Takes care of her. But he meets Taemu for lunch. And they arrange Taemu, or sorry, the crown prince... And Parka arranged for Parka to show up because Taemu knows that when he was in New York, the Young met Parka. So he goes to the bathroom and Parka shows up at the table and sits down and they have like this cute back and forth about like, oh, I know you're playing this role or whatever. Then Taemu comes back and he's like, this is wrong. Like if this is really Young, why is Parka here? Because, you know, they both know that She's I was in New York. Yes. So... Taemu says, or sorry, Young, or the crown prince says, we, I just I saw this woman walking in and I thought, man, she looks familiar. And she thought I looked familiar. It turns out we met each other once in New York. Isn't that crazy? And Taemu starts like sweating and doing the eyebrow open eye thing where he's like, oh, this is wrong, but I can't murder anybody in public. So he, tell, he immediately calls Sena and he's like, go to grandma's house. There's a laptop there that was Young's. Steal it because I think there's a photo on there of me when I was in New York and Parka's in the picture. Go steal that laptop. So Sena runs to Grandma's house. I don't know why. Finds the laptop. 
She turns around. Grandma's standing at there glaring at her. Grandma saw the picture and knows that Taemu and Taeyang were in that picture. Grandma's starting to put the pieces of the puzzle together. So she reaches for the laptop. Sena rips it away and runs away. And guess what happens, guys? This is not a joke because we do joke a lot of this podcast. Grandma trips and falls down the stairs. She dies. And she freaking dies. And Sena watches her die. And then, like, just Again, walks Sena's out of like, the house. I, uh, should I? I uh, I'm going to go. <laughs> like, gives it a whole, like, five-second thought of, like, should I should I do the right thing and see if I can save her or should I leave? Yeah, I'm, I'm just outie. Leave. I'm outie. I'm, I'm going to go. So Sena tries to flee the country immediately with her unsuspecting real mother, CEO Jang. Who's happy because she keeps saying, like, let's just leave. Let's start fresh or whatever. So they're at the airport. And I don't remember why. Park Ha shows up. Yeah, I don't And all of a sudden, either. CEO Jang is like, you look like me. We've hung out before. And they're I putting all the pieces related. together. <laughs> and they realize, like, oh, we're mother and daughter. So she brings her to her bosom like a gym and baby shower. <laughs> it's this glorious moment. Family time. Well, then Sena sees it. And she gets very mad. So she arranges to meet Taemu. And when the door, she hears the door open and she says, how could you stand in front of grandma and not feel guilty about what happened? And then she turns around and it's the crown prince. <gasps> so now the crown prince knows that Sena and Taemu are behind grandma's murder. Kind of murder. Accidental Accidental murder. death. Is I'm that not called sure second what, degree murder? We're not lawyers. Yeah. And so Taemu walks in then and the crown prince is like, you... B word, but f- not for girl, for boy. And he punches <laughs> him. We don't want an explicit rating on our podcast. B-A-S- Bozo? B-A-S. Tard. <laughs> and then he punches him and the episode ends. And then the next and then one starts. Business and murder. Business and murder. <laughs> then they have this whole confrontation. They're beating each other up. The crown prince is like, oh, crap, I couldn't protect grandma. And he like apologizes to the comatose Taeyang, who is now in Korea. Oh, he did get back they to did Korea. Bring him, oh, yeah, I'm they managed so to bring him back. Glad. I'm sure. I don't know about transporting a man in a coma. Was Parka his tourism guide? <laughs> that's why he's so bored. <laughs> he's in a coma. <laughs> so then that's sad, and they're crying a little bit. And then Parka and the prince meet up, and they're having a romantic moment. And then, oh, come on, the prince starts to disappear again. <laughs> They both know not, about it. Not literally, not figuratively, but no, literally. Like literally, like he's physically, literally fading he in can't and out. Hold Parka because his arms are gone. <laughs> so then he's they have this beautiful moment where he's like, I think the whole reason I time traveled was just so that I could be with you and meet you, and that's what this was all about. And they're like, Yeah, that seems good. <laughs> uh, and then there's business. And they, so the lawyer calls a meeting to be like, We're going to read this will. Everybody knows it's going to happen at the will. So he gives him a preview, and he's like, Taeyang's going to get the company, but, but there's an important caveat. Yes, very important. Like, bolded with asterisks. Yes, like, there is one thing that could ruin everything. Taeyang has to be physically at the will reading. And not fading in and out. Not fading in and out. And not present. saving anyone from yes. a refrigerated truck or a warehouse fire. Yes. He has to be there to get the inheritance. If he's not there, guess who gets it? Taemu. That dumb, dumb Taemu. Of course. The one who helped murder grandma. The one who's behind her death, essentially. So anyway, Taemu's like, this is easy. (laughs) This is the easiest thing I've done this whole time. Which he also is like, I've tried to attempt murder 30 times in this show and failed every time. Why didn't I just think about framing him for a crime? But this one I will try to do. So they like frame him for a crime. 
while the prince and Parkar are off trying to find a black box to prove that Sena and Temu were at grandma's when she died. But they get back and the police are like, you're under arrest for this crime. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't do it. And they're like, yes, you did. We found money in your car and that's it. That's all you need. <laughs> so they put him in jail and he's like, well, I'm going to be in jail when the will is read. <laughs> that Temu is a genius. And Parkar comes to see him in jail. And for some reason... The prince starts fading in and out again. What? And he conveniently fades out in the jail cell and fades in outside the jail cell. And nobody sees that? There's they no guards? Concerned. It's honestly never, no one follows up with the fact that he broke out of jail. <laughs> it's over. That's it. So he goes running and he gets to the will reading and everybody's happy. And there's this whole side character we've never even introduced who he's like, take over the company. You're a good guy. <laughs> And uh, that's all happening. And now Tamu's like, I've had enough with you. Well, the prince is like, no, because look, we can prove you killed grandma. Here's video. He shows him and Sena. And Sena's like, it wasn't me. He's like, it's it was tw- Tamu. He's like, it's 2015, not 300 BC. We're not idiots. <laughs> anyway, this is all happening. And then Tamu and Sena are like, what are we going to do? We better kill him. <laughs> And then <laughs> naturally Sina does this whole like, oh, Parka, I'm such a failure. I'm sorry. Like, I've been wrong this whole time. And like, in Tina's defense, she cries a lot. And you feel like maybe we were wrong about this girl. <laughs> but then she, we're not wrong about her. She grabs Parka's phone. It's like, meet me somewhere and texts the prince. And then he shows up. And Parka, thankfully, figures out that they're going to kill him. And they're driving a car at him. And then... And then we go into episode 19. Something happens. So, all right. Sena is wrecked with guilt. Temu seems unfazed. Temu tells the crown prince, like, if you give up your inheritance. Okay, I'm sorry. I need to go back for a second here. Did we forget what happened? Yes, I'm jumping right past what happened. So, they're at a lake and they use Parkas' phone to lure the crown prince there. Right. And they're like, hey... We're gonna just run him. We're gonna run him over, and he's gonna fall into this lake, and we're gonna kill him. Like, Very similar to the pushing off, pushing him off of a yacht in New York City, right? Which is we're still confused as to why he's in Chicago. Anyway, I'm good, thank you. Megan's offering to share food with me, you guys. This is friendship at its peak. This is my Tupperware for my lunchbox. Friendship at its peak. So anyway, they run this car at him. Parka shows up just in time, pushes him out of the way, which I do not understand the mechanics. Maybe we should try this next time you come over. Mm. Wouldn't you, if you're we running at somebody and you push him, wouldn't you both fall out of the way? You would think, but also, they've screwed up murdering him so many times. <laughs> this literally seems like a foolproof way of murdering him. Like, you can't miss you him with a car. You cannot miss him with a car. But they do. But they miss him, and they Parka pushes him with all of her might, running full speed. But the second that she pushes him, she comes to a dead stop, standing upright. She must be a brick wall of a person. <laughs> and she is standing facing the car. So Tamu hits her. She goes flying into this freaking lake, ends up looking face down in the water, and she's just floating there, which I have so many issues with being a lifeguard. Number one, <laughs> you would probably drown. Unless you're holding... I don't know what kind of oxygen you have in your body to keep you afloat while you're dead. But anyway, it's long story short, visual. it is. It, it's the same symbolism as when his princess died way, way, way back when. I forgot something important like two episodes ago. What? No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. The prince realized 
if Sena now is a jerk, the princess is probably a jerk oh, too. Oh, yes. That's, it's a small thing, but he has this realization of like, she must suck also. Yes. Sorry, continue. Good side point. So anyway, the episode starts. She's floating in the water face down. Not looking good. He's on the ground. He looks up. He's looking at the car. I'm not sure why. He just knows his girlfriend was hit. But also, by now, shouldn't we know that you cannot kill Parka? <laughs> it's physically impossible to kill Parka. Mm-hmm. So he jumps in the water and he's holding her. And it really is a beautiful, it's a Becca moment. Of It's like he realizes how much he loves her and how he regrets not telling her and he loved her as much. Late. And it's too late because she's dead. Well, he thinks she's dead. She's right. not really dead. Of course not. So he's clutching onto her and he's crying and it's a man having a tantrum, which is like another thing that I just love to see in my dramas. Sorry, really? Oh, God. I love to see a grown man sobbing his eyes out in a drama. More right. so than a woman. When a woman does it, I'm like, grow up. You're 30. I'm yelling at the screen like, pull it together. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she goes to the hospital. What has happened here? Is that her liver was so badly damaged in this hit and run, she was rendered swimless, as Rem- we said. Rendered swimless. As we said in Boys Over Flowers. She needs a liver transplant, which I th- we only have one limer- liver, but I think like she needs a partial liver transplant. I'm confused. I feel so, like sometimes they make the most complicated choices <laughs> where they could have made a much simpler choice that was easier to explain. Like a kidney transplant where you yeah. have two? Or like just like blood. Yeah. She just like needed she just blood. needs a transfusion. Immediately. Bone marrow but maybe. But they're like, no, it should be part of her liver. It should be her liver. Yeah. So Sena is now wrecked with guilt and the crown prince is like, hey, your sister's you could give her her liver and she could live. I guess that's why it needs to be. Yes. Something. But bone marrow would probably yeah, work in this situation. Yeah, it seems easier. So she's wrecked with guilt. Tamu is unfazed. Tamu tells the crown prince, hey, if you give up your inheritance, I will let Sayna give your girlfriend part of her liver. Which is, again, where Tamu is like, I own you, Sayna, because I love you. And, it's, and she's just like, oh, well, okay. I mean, I guess if he tells me to. <laughs> so, it's so confusing. So... Of course, the crown prince is like, I don't care because I'm not the real Taeyang. Yeah. Take what you need. I want the and woman also, I love to live. Also, Taeyang never wanted to inherit this business No, anyway. he never wanted it anyway. He was in New York or Chicago. We are unsure of he the- He was international <laughs> at this point. <laughs> we are unsure of the location. No one knows. So Taemu gets the inheritance and then decides he takes Taeyang on his car and she thinks he's going to bring her to the hospital. Instead, he starts taking her the opposite direction and he ends up on a dock- and there's a boat waiting. He's like, are you stupid? I have the inheritance. Let's just go internationally on this boat. Like right. the, the Another, slowest mode of transportation ever. Sena, you in danger, girl. <laughs> because would you really get on a boat with a guy that pushed somebody off a boat? No. Do not get on that boat. <laughs> Do it. The way you say boat is killing me. Boat. <laughs> <laughs> so... <clears throat> She's like, oh, no, I think I'm actually in trouble. So she texts the crown prince. She's like, listen. Which also, yeah, at this point, she's done a total 180. She's like oh, a yeah. good guy now. All of a sudden, she's like, well, we'll get to that. Yeah. So she texts the crown prince, and she's like, oh, I think I'm in trouble, and I think you should get here because I'm the only one who can save Parka's life, so come help me, whatever. So he comes for the first thing at time ever. She does the right thing. Crown prince shows up, um, and all of a sudden... There's like a fight and a shuffle. And again, it's like the refrigerated truck. People show up. There's like 
ninja choreography going on. I enjoy it. But oh, somehow yes. the crown prince ends up with Seinan. They go to the hospital and she is willing to give Parka part of her liver because she's like, oh, we're sisters. I've done so much. But now that we're blood related, I take it all back. Like, I'm so sorry. I want to be friends now. I didn't Remember when I left you on a truck as a child and you were in a terrible accident and forgot everything? I'm so sorry about that. Hopefully this partial liver will make up for it. Do you see my fancy collection of blazers you can borrow one we're the same size girl but just one <laughs> so she ends up giving her part of her liver and she saves her life and then there's this whole subplot with like the moms and they're like you're forgiven for all your terrible <sighs> yeah, things was not our family is now complete with this messy messy history so let's go back to the real stuff so the minions are still there they know they're going to disappear soon so they take up a bunch of part-time jobs like this weird subplot it's one of those things where you're like we're starting this on episode 19 we're starting all over again and why are we getting so far back they take all these part-time jobs to save money to buy parka a juice rest like a juice store which is very nice but the problem i have with it and we've mentioned this many times is they call it parka's sweet juice no commentary needed Parka's sweet juice. It's also amazing to me how quickly in K-dramas people can save money for huge purchases like a business. <laughs> and it's no... NBD. Like, oh, we all worked no big one deal. part-time job and now we can buy this business. So they all start disappearing one by one, which means the prince is going to be disappearing soon. So then Parka, her life now saved. They're on the rooftop. Fully or, recovered sorry, from a liver transplant. Fully recovered. She, she, she bounces back fast. She, she probably just went no, home. The like cold coldness of the truck she was in bed longer than she was for a full liver transplant. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't do that at home. And the heat from the fire fizzled together her organs. It was fine. They, she didn't even need medical attention. So they're at the store and he's like, yeah, we bought you this because I'm going to be disappearing soon. And she's like, <laughs> at least he's realistic. I guess. She's like, you know what we should do is we should get married. And she proposes it to him. And it's very sweet. And it's, a, it's one of the few times in K-Drama where we're like, yes, that female character took the lead, took the initiative, and well, was like, this is what I want. Let's do this. Apparently, this answers our question about what's cheating and time travel. Because <laughs> apparently, if you figure out that your partner in the past was a ding-dong, you can do whatever you, you want. Can, you can do that. Yeah. But the problem is, he's like, no, nah, no. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think we should. And she says... Do you think people marry knowing that they'll live together 100 years, 200 years? I'd be happy with even one day. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to pass. It's going to be no from me, dog. <laughs> Inside joke. Yeah. Maybe one. you can put two and two together yeah, if you listen to all of our podcasts. So anyway, she's super moody now. And like for days, she like ignores him and he's, he's like, I don't know why she's so mad. Well, women, am I right? <laughs> That's what it feels like because it's like, oh, women. So he thinks it over and finally he corners her on the rooftop saying, fine, if that's what you want, then I'll just do it. And she replies with, and it's a classic where she's not looking at him. So he's talking to the back of her head. She must have a great hairstylist. Oh, yeah. And she replies with, you don't even know what I want. And he says, I'm saying, let's do it. it let's do it as you want. Let's just go ahead and get married. How romantic. Oh, that's how I hope it happens for me. <laughs> Please just give it to mean, me. I mean, fine. Let's just do it. <laughs> so it's actually quite sweet. The next day, quick turnaround for wedding planning. 
They get married on the rooftop. Now, all the minions have already disappeared in the past. They're, <laughs> they're way, way back when now. This wedding sucks. <laughs> and they don't have anybody else there. It's a very makeshift wedding. But they, they do the whole symbolic thing. They hold hands. They say vows. It's actually very beautifully shot. And then they kiss. I hated this episode. And then as they kiss, I remember crying at this episode. As they kiss, he keeps fading in and out. And then he pulls away and they both start crying. And he's just like, I love you so much. And then he's gone. And she's like holding air and there's nothing there. And she realizes that the love of her life has now gone back 300 years. He's or however gone. many years he's gone. And she's like, I should have at least said goodbye or take care of yourself. And it's like, well, girl, you had five months with him to say this Also, business. you could see him slowly disappearing. Uh, so you could have thrown in a quick like, bye. <laughs> Don't forget to pray. <laughs> hey, eat well. Eat well. <laughs> but nothing. You. Sarange. Nothing. Yeah, anything. Nothing. Well. Nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank God there's an episode 20. All right. Megan, if that's how the show if that's how the show had ended, I would have been throwing things <laughs> because I do not like give me a happy ending. That's all I ask for. Tell us how it goes, So, Megan. the prince reappears in the Joseon era. But it's funny because it's the reverse fish out of water where now they're like in modern clothes and they and he like tracks down all the minions and they're all they've got like their ketchup and their other like modern technology. They've all been wearing. Oh, that's what we need to say. Like they've been, they knew they were going to disappear. So they've all been wearing backpacks for weeks with their stuff containing all this modern day stuff in it because it's they knew funny. that they could bring it back with them. Yeah. Yes. They like locate each other and then they realize, OK, well, now that we're back, we have to stop this murder. The princess's murder. Or we have to figure it out because, yes, okay, we established this last time. There is way back when and then there's way, way back when. <laughs> so it's like the past in the past. So we have to go back to the past in the past where we see sister-in-law who is going to deliver a compact of powder to her sister. It was sent from her brother. Who, who's her brother? We so sister-in-law is Parka. Parka. Sister-in-law Parka. And she's bringing it to Sena. The princess who is Sena. Uh, And so this is the day before the princess's murder. And the prince asks sister-in-law slash Parka a riddle. And he's like giving her 24 hours to come up with the answer. And she hasn't thought of it yet. They're like having a great interaction because obviously they really like each other. But they'll never tell anybody. Well, here's the plot, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Give it to us. Also, Tamu is also a bad guy in the past. He's running around with his cronies. Who'd it? Planning evil stuff. But the sister-in-law figures out or overhears that there's this plot where her sister, the princess, is supposed to take the powder in this compact and sprinkle it on the persimmons that are brought to their room. And then the prince is going to eat the persimmons and it's poison and he's going to die. It's this plot to kill the prince. And then she will have power with Tamu. Right. She'll take yes. over and like her dad is in on it. And Parka hears this and she's secretly in love with the prince. So she's devastated. So they bring the persimmons and everything's going to plan but the then something unplanned happens there is a knock on the door and they say come in and it's parka and she says i just wanted you to know i came up with the answer to your riddle and he asks what the answer is and she tells him and it's right and he's like well i told you i would give you a reward if you got it right what would you like oh you guys it hurts just hearing megan say it and she says megan i feel like something's bad is gonna happen to you if you say it well, now I don't want to say it. <laughs> I don't want anything bad. She say says, it. the persimmon. 
So she takes the poison persimmon. And she knows they're poisoned. Why she's not like, great, I'm going to eat these later. <laughs> I don't know. But she doesn't. She eats them. And now she's going to die. <laughs> that is a great plot hole that you just pointed out. That she could have hey, just. Hey, I'm going to package like, these up and I'm eat not, them tomorrow. I'm not hungry right now, <laughs> I but I will ate. be later. I just yeah. I don't want to like make you guys jealous because I'm not going to share them. <laughs> But anyway, so she's going to die. And then, like, Sena slash the princess is kind of like, oh, crap, I feel bad now. And Because so, not only have I disfigured her face for yeah, her entire like life. burned her face on Stole purpose. her husband, and now I'm going to murder her. And, and, and so she does show some humanity when she's, like, very sad that her sister is going to die. And so she's having a change of heart. And the sister-in-law is like, just promise me after I die you'll take care of the prince. So then we realize it's the day... That they disappeared. Like it goes back to the present and the past. Not the present, 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 past. The present so we're still in, in Joseon era. The present and the way back when. Yes. So um, we realized that she convinced Sena to change clothes with her. And so it's Park Ha's body that's floating in because the Because she lake. knows she's going to die anyway. Right. So she's going to die. And so she kind of walks into the water. Is I think I, I think if I remember that right, doesn't she walk yeah, in the water really like dramatic. choking and dying? And- yeah. And she dies. But like now, I mean, I'm skipping tons of stuff. But basically like... They figure it out now because the prince is back and knows that Sena is evil and he knows Taemu is evil. So he uncovers the plot and he ends up finding a letter that sister-in-law wrote way, way, way back when. Mm-hmm. That's basically like, this is what happened. I just need you to know that I've always been in love with you and I'm happy to die for you because you are the only thing that matters to me. And he's like, oh, come on. And he's like, well, great. Now I left the present day you and now to come back here to the present you and you're dead. So it sucks. But then. But then he's like, well future me will like this (laughs) yes this is going to work out for me because what he does is he gets an idea from this letter and he writes a letter to park ha so he's in the joseon era writes a letter puts it in a hiding place because the palace is still in seoul it's like an historical and they've been there in the present present. and he's showed her like oh this is where i used to hide stuff well good thing he showed her that because she goes back to the palace and she's like i wonder i just wonder and she opens up this like hidden chest and inside there's a letter for her that has survived 300 years <laughs> from the prince from the prince basically being like i am i'm so, so romantic it's I'm like so i should have told you, you every single moment that i was with yes. you it's amazing and he's like if i could if i knew if i died and it would take me to you i would die right now it's like oh come on this is great <laughs> Well, it shakes her up real good. So she's working her shift at Sweet Juice. Shaking up other things. Shaking up juices. All the juices. Wait, who names it Parka Sweet Juice? <laughs> you guys don't understand how much this has haunted Becca. This is the long day, before we did this. Seriously, the day I watched this two years ago and I saw the, like, the subtitles of Parka Sweet Juice, I was like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> Who calls it Parkas Sweet Juice? This is the meltdown on the level of like my reply 1988 meltdown where Becca's just like, change the name. You guys, if I were to walk by a store and it was like Susan Sweet Juice. I was Susan. I would not go there. So hard on Susan. You don't know anything about her juice. It might be fine. <laughs> I can't deal with this right now. Oh, it's well, terrible. Well, she's there and she's working and it's her juice and she can call whatever she wants. But she's terrible. She's sharing her sweet juice with she's everybody. For a price. <laughs> for a price. She's an independent she woman. She is a businesswoman. 
So she's working the counter, but she is distracted by this very old letter. And then a gentleman comes up to the counter. No, it is a juice. World's most handsome gentleman walks in, orders a juice, clearly is trying to get her attention. I watched this again after we recorded last, like two days ago. It's beautiful. And And she never once looks up at him. Terrible customer service. So it's the prince or it's Taeyong. We don't know, but it's one of them. It's it's Park Yoo Chun. It's Park Yoo Chun. Whoever he's embodying is in her sweet juice store. And she's too distracted by this letter. He's buying her sweet juice and she is just not paying attention. So you're like, well, this is fine. He's going to get her attention. Well, no, he doesn't. No. He gets his juice and he leaves. So, so typical. Such a dude. Give up before anything good happens. So they're still like in the past, past, and that's like a quick thing. But then as Park has leaving the juice store, she finds another drawing that looks just like the one Taeyang did of her in New York. And it's again like, please meet me. Great. She gets they, super excited. So she finds it and she shows up at this place. And he's there. But it's Ta- like Ta- it's Taeyong, right? Because he drew the picture, right? But basically, without like going in depth in what happens, because you just have to watch it. It's a wonderful ending because she shows up and there's Taeyong. And he's basically like, what took you so long or, or something? And doesn't she say something like, what took you so long? Or like they, they like switch like yeah. a, a funny little quip with each other. It's- and then she reaches out for his hand and they hold hands. And and then, so he looks like Tang, but then he turns into the crown prince. And he's wearing, like, the traditional prince, co- like, the robes. The chosen the era. Hat, the chosen era. And it's so beautiful. And they're crying. And and that's it. And that's it. Which, so you're like, it's like whatever you want it to be. It's like that, are they dead in the cafe in that one Becca talked about? Who in the, knows? That winter that wind blows. Or the, sorry, the whatever winter that is, wind blows. Where it's like, you don't really know what the ending is, but you're like, it can be whatever you want. Okay, guys. My only beef with the ending, because I thought it was beautiful when we recorded it two days ago. I was like, it's the best ending ever because you can make it whatever you want. My only beef is because, I again, I went back and watched it today. Why did they not kiss? Good question. They just it gaze at each other. holding hands. And he's in the past and she's in the present. I'm like, so is he like reincarnated? Which we both reincarnated. Already established that they have some steamy kisses. So it's not like it's a, they're not it's at that level. Park Yu Chun, I just, I don't get, yeah. But I'm fine with it. I forgot there we was no We still last fully kiss. endorse this drama. Yeah. Go watch it. Yeah. Anyway. But okay. don't expect a kiss at the end. Yeah. It, spoiler. It, they there just hold hands. There are plenty of other real good kisses. In it's the show. like PG. Is there any, is there like a lesser rating than PG? G. G. Okay, fine. G. E for everyone. <laughs> e for everyone. Okay, really quick. We've got like a few minutes. We went Well, this long is a long time. one. Wow. You guys are so blessed to get us Sorry. for two hours of time. That's super long. Um, we have to make up for missing a week. Yeah, seriously. We do apologize. Me and A. Okay, Megan. Real quick. Mm-hmm. We have to dig in. <gasps> so, you guys. I, right now in my office, I'm looking at a picture I printed forever ago. Three photos of Park Yoo-chun. And they're... So it's this thing between, like, collarbones and Adam's apples. It's a very real thing. Megan and I had a really amazing person in my in-law's family die a few years ago. And we were at the funeral. We went home. It was a very sad day. 
And, you know, like eventually it's like you can only eat so much. You can only be sad for so long before you have to like distract yourself or we're all in the living room. The guy started watching sports. So I started just like looking at my phone and I was watching Rooftop Prince at the time. Thank God. And there's this whole thing I'd like stumbled upon about Park Yu-Chun's Adam's apple. <laughs> and I didn't think much of it. But somehow it was like a Google search of like Park Yu-Chun's Adam's apple. Because then I was like curious as to why this was a thing. And there are like websites devoted to Korean idols Adam's apples. Not just Park Yu-Chun's. There are many out there. Another example is Park Kyung-sik. Yeah. Park um, from Strong Woman to Bong Zoon. And then Ji Cheng Wook has one devoted to his Adam's apple, which. And after Becca pointed this out, I realized that there are a lot of close ups on throats where it's like (laughs) just their throat. Just their throat. And then they're drinking at like a perfectly straight angle (laughs) so that their neck is is like stretched as far as it'll go. And I, I guess like subconsciously, I must have noticed it in the past. But until you ran across that website, I was like, wait. You're right. Is there's this like a, a thing? There's like an Adam's apple fetish out there. And okay, so our thing is, a, do you get it? Because <laughs> I think where it's did you say that? It's like, the elbow of the neck. It's the Adam's apple. It's the elbow of the neck. Where like, did you read that? That's thing. so funny. I made it up. That's so funny. <laughs> that's oh what it looks God. like. If you were to zoom in on somebody's Adam's apple, like fully exposed with their neck, it looks like an elbow on your neck and yeah but we, like, and we like googled what it is and, and i read the technical description we recorded cartilage in your face or in your head it doesn't i mean it like protects your your larynx or part yeah. of your vocal cords but here's the thing guys i'm not kidding on that particular day and maybe it's just because the higher power in the universe knew we needed to laugh mm-hmm. I just didn't think it was a thing. And I was like, who would find an Adam's apple sexy? But like the more that I know about it now, and especially in this drama, Park Yu-chan's Adam's apple and his collarbones are exposed 24-7. They're like the convenience store of your <laughs> dreams. Just always open for open your viewing. all the time. And I didn't get it. But now I'm like, I mean, kind of into it. I kind of get it. It's the sucker of the throat. It's the sucker (laughs) of the throat. I I told Becca, for me, it was like, I never, I've never noticed an Adam's apple in my life. Unless it was like awkwardly protruding or something. Never noticed one. But then when somebody mentions it, it's like eyebrows where you're like, I've never noticed eyebrows. Why do you keep saying that? Because Because now I start staring at your eyebrows and you're like, why are there little strips of fur on your face? (laughs) Just right there. Like, how is that real? That's such a weird design. I'm so nervous you're looking at mine. Your eyebrows are great. Don't look at my eyebrows. But that's the thing is it's like the Adam's apple, the eyebrows. What else? Like, uh... Like ears. Weird feet. Okay. Where you're like, I we also have different about. ears. Yes. Your ears connect fully to your face where I have like something? a loop. Yes. Or it's like when you notice somebody has a mole on their face and you're like, well, they have tons of moles. Like I have five <laughs> or six moles on my face and I like never noticed it until I noticed it. I'm like, I'm covered in these puppies. Which, quick side story. We're going to come back to the Adam's apple really fast. Have you seen, you showed me, there's a video of Yoongi from BTS. Sorry, it always comes back to BTS right now. Which I can't even believe we didn't talk. They're comebacks tomorrow and I'm getting up at 4 a.m. to listen to the song. It's happening, people. So I need to let you go soon. Anyway, um, there is a fan meet where a fan goes up to Yoongi and she's like, hey, everybody loves your moles, but you cover them up. Everybody loves, loves this one mole on your face, but you always cover it up with makeup. But he's like, what? And then he's like, he's like so shocked. And then she leaves. So the next person that comes up, he's like, do you like 
my like he's like totally he's like, confused he's totally it. confused he's like do you know that i have a mole on my face and the girl's like yeah it's like right here but you covered up with makeup and he's even more shocked so then the next girl comes up and he's like hey did you know that i have a mole on my face and he's she's like, like yeah it's right there but you covered up with makeup so he takes a wipe out he has like a like a handler in the back that gives him a makeup wipe and he removes the makeup from his face so people can see his mole he legit like has a break mental breakdown about like wait what is happening like people like he's the taking mole a survey yeah <laughs> it's so amazing they're so receptive to that stuff though because similarly i feel like whenever they ask like what's your favorite part of your body they always say what fans say is their favorite yes. parts of their bodies like jim and his thighs and jim, or, same with jungkook yeah his or his face or skin yeah. or yeah. smile yeah his lips yeah well i mean he's not wrong they give the people what they want <laughs> he's like my lips but only when i'm sucking on a sucker my entire me <laughs> and jungkook is like my eyes but only wear my glasses at the airport oh, <laughs> it's a deathly combo all right well, let's get back to the, the elbow of the throat the elbow so the, the throat. adam's apple guys we're gonna post some pictures this week because we want you to vote i just never got it until i don't know why it sticks out in my mind of that day it was like the one of the saddest days ever and I learned about the Adam's apple, and I was like, it's kind of fascinating. I feel like, to me, the Adam's apple looks painful. <laughs> like, that's all I can think. Like, I can't think it's sexy, because I look at it, and I'm like, it looks like it's trying to get out. <laughs> like, it's like, free willy. <laughs> we also, last time we were doing this, we realized that whenever we say Adam's apple, we feel like we're being dirty. Like, it is. we should, like, whisper Adam's apple, which it's completely exposed <laughs> all the time, unless you wear turtlenecks. Like, it is the most obvious unless part of the you are, body. Unless you're a top from Big Bang. Yes. We can see, we can it, see all the time. all the time. I just never noticed them. Which is funny. I feel like... I have never like, looked at your Adam's apple, and I can't see it right now because the microphone is blocking it. But this is... I've, I've told, I told you last time, when I go to work, I work with men. And now, all of a sudden, ever since we brought this up, I'm all of a sudden, like, searching for their Adam's I apple. Like most people... But I also not feel that, very dirty looking at it. They're not that, like, prominent... I don't get it. You must it's, have to be in like really good shape for it to have a It's a combination it. of Park Yoo Chun in this show. Well, in every show because he's a very attractive man. And seriously, Park Young Seek is his Adam's apple protrude, protrudes so prominently in Strong Woman Do Zoon. It's like distracting. It, like he is a he is the he's like Michelangelo's. Wait, is it Michelangelo? Who sculpted the David? That's Michelangelo. Yeah. His Adam's apple was sculpted by... Okay, seriously. Ironically, when you Google Park Young Sheik and do an image search, the first two photos are him in a turtleneck. Of course. <laughs> they're hiding that glorious Adam's apple. Yeah, I just... Ne- oh, yeah, there it is. It's glorious. It has to do... It makes your voice lower if it's more prominent, is what Wikipedia said. Well, I believe that. Because I feel, I feel like do, Park Yuchan... I just don't ever notice it. Guys, please weigh in. Don't make me feel like I'm crazy here, but it's been bothering me. Now it's I'm been looking bothering up like all me a lot favorite lately. People to see if I can see it. The Adam's apple. Yeah, I'm again, telling you, I feel like pervy it's a thing. Doing this, it's a thing. Doesn't make sense. Do you guys cause... feel like you have to whisper it? Like, hey, like, have you seen like Gong Yu's Adam's apple? Like, I feel like you have to whisper it. Which feels it. wrong. It feels wrong saying it. Oh, there it is. Look at that. It's all over. It. There are websites websites devoted to idols adam's apples <laughs> i feel you guys i don't get it 
I think you do get it. I do and I don't. I think you do. It's like the sucker thing all over again. I need somebody to put into words how I feel about this. Yes, someone tell us how to feel because we don't know. We don't know. We're like the say novice. We're like, oh, we don't. It's dirty. Tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. It's not me. I won't take responsibility. All right. I think we're done. Megan, take us out for today. I'm too busy Googling my favorite (laughs) idols and their Adam's apples. Are you finding good things? Yes. You're right, though. There's a wide variety. (laughs) Um, So we want to hear from you. Uh, Whether you have a good or bad Adam's apple, we want to know. We don't discriminate. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Nunia Business, Facebook at Nunia Business. We're on YouTube. We have our website, www.nuniabusiness.com. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes. I forgot one. Spotify. Spotify. We're all and over. please check out our sponsor, whoarted.com, who-arted.com. And yeah, please leave us a review. Give us some feedback. Tell us what you want to hear. Just tell us what you're watching and listening to. If you've sent us emails... We are in the process of responding to them. We clearly suck at it right now, but we're getting there. And please keep emailing us. Becca at NuniaBusiness.com. Megan at NuniaBusiness.com. All right. I'm going to put a quick plug in. Um, I would love to see you guys on Instagram because that is my social media outlet of choice. Um, but it is under Who Arted. So it's Who Arted Photo. Just look me up. I'm oh, there. that's a good idea. I also have a ton of photos because photography is my thing. So... Um, I do like Twitter. It's like a slowly, I'm slowly learning about it also, only because of this podcast. We almost have 100 Twitter followers. No, we don't. We have do like 97 really? Twitter followers. You're, I don't even follow that stuff. That's awesome. I, ever, I check every now and then to see if we've lost any. <laughs> <laughs> For a while, it was like wavering between like 28. It was like 28. There was like 27. And then it was like 29. And then it was 27 again. <laughs> well, hey, friends. Yeah. We only want you here if you enjoy being here. Amen. Numbers are not important to us. It's only important to us if you enjoy being here with us. Like that one star review we got that I'm still mad about. (laughs) And which I never think about. It's so funny. We got two two more five star reviews though. It's because I desperately need to be loved. Well, we would love a review on any of our outlets. Only if it's good. Well, I mean, at least give us two stars, like Megan said. One, One for, for each, each of us. <laughs> at least we showed up. And you know what? We each have an Adam's apple. At least give us four. Yeah, everyone that does. Seems fair. That's what Wikipedia <laughs> says, which isn't fair because it's named after a boy. Classic man. Classic man. <laughs> a man, am I right? <laughs> anyway, yes. So if you're on Instagram, I would love to follow you. Follow if you want to go check my site out. It's Who Arted Photo. Um, yeah, what else do we have? I think that's everything. You gotta say your thing. Oh, but wait, before I say my thing. But wait, there's homework. more. But wait, there's more. Two for the price of one. Hey, if you're listening, we need suggestions on what you want to hear about. Yes. We had some listeners say they want us to do like a commentary of an entire first and last episode, which we're totally down for, but we don't have any suggestions as to what show. Yeah, anybody got any ideas? So we were thinking my love from another star. That'd be a it's fun a one. Classic. And we've seen it, so we can we but know the Megan background. has never finished it. And I would so love I will be watching the last episode. I would for the first love time. to hold her hand as she eats ramen and has to suffer through the last episode. I feel episode. like that's a really good idea. So or even honestly, reply nineteen eighty eight. But you know what? You're gonna get episode eighteen because that's where it ends for us. You guys, <laughs> I'm not going through it again. No. Um, and one more plea for anybody listening. We would love to interview prominent people who are, who tweet often about K-pop music or K-dramas. 
There's a couple I have in mind, particularly the inappropriate K-pop mom is like one of my favorite follows followers sorry not followers i follow her i'm not sure she follows us but anyway if you have a favorite k-drama or k-pop twitter person that you love please let us know because i'm slowly reaching out to them and asking if they would like to be a guest on this show and if they're listening any of these potential guests we would love to interview bts also that also that also goes for any fanfic writers oh we would love to talk to you you can stay anonymous we would just use your name on tumblr or ao3 however Again, you can stay anonymous. Even if you've been emailing us and you write fan fictions, you don't have to tell us who you are. We would just like to talk with anybody who loves the fandom as much as we do. Yeah. I just realized right now that AO3 and Archive of Our Own are the same thing. They are the same thing, Thank Megan. you for giving me that moment. You've never realized that until right now. Uh-uh. Oh, I just, you sweet, sweet dum-dum. Sweet, sweet, for real. I love you so I, much. I haven't quite figured out how to use it still. So. Look back school take your notebooks and your pencils let's take some notes i wish that was school (laughs) i wish i could spend all day studying fan fiction so send us recommendations everybody and as always we are so sorry that not only do we have to skip a week because of our nasty schedules but the fact that we did record previously this week and it technology failed us we are very sorry so whether this is your first episode or your 30th episode times two (laughs) which it is for megan and i Thank you so much for joining us at Nunia Business, and we will talk to you next week.